Welcome! Reporting to you live from Zoom. You are listening to the podcast Chais and Cheesemet, brought to you by the world of Feriella. I'm Jennifer, aka Fed, reporting live from the Pink Palace. And I'm Daniela, aka Ella, reporting to you live from the Sirena Oasis. Sirena Oasis. Mm-hmm. I know in the last, I'm going to address the first elephant in the room in case any of y'all mm-hmm. are actually here for this specific reason. Daniela, you clickbaited us. Your hair is still red. Yeah, I fucking know. I know. I got way too busy over the weekend. You see, guys, I'm a workaholic. I have this problem. I'm working on it because being a workaholic is a problem. So if you don't think being a workaholic is an addiction, maybe ask yourself a few more questions. Working Mm -hmm. on it. Anywho, I overbooked the crap out of myself. I did not budget my time right and I didn't have time. So I'm actually going to do it today after this fingers crossed on that if you see my hair still red on the next one it just doesn't make sense to me but (laughs) (laughs) if your hair yeah if your hair is red on the next one then it's too late and i'm just kidding no if their hair is still on the red still red then honestly that just means y'all have to keep watching them to see when the hair changes that just leaves you gives you more of a reason to follow us along on all of our episodes to be when is the episode that daniela is going to change her hair color um so yeah that's uh definitely gives you an excuse. Leave in the comments below if you think in the next episode the hair color will be new already or will it be the same? <laughs> Better be because also as y'all know, this is a this is part 2 of Daniela's delights, uh, Daniela's favorite topics. Really excited mm-hmm. about that, but it is also in real time for us because we're pre-recording these ahead of time so that I can enjoy my birth week is it's February 1st, which means it's day one. It's day one till birth week for you guys. This one's coming out the day before my birthday, but for us, we are uh, 11 days away from 27. <laughs> so close. I can't believe it's already February. I know, right? Jan- guys, Bay, mm-hmm. did January not feel like five years to you? Mm-hmm. January was so... It felt really, really long. You know what it is, though? In my brain, I always feel that December and January kind of merge together because the year changes and the month changes right overnight. So they feel like they're just one big, giant month. Um, Because, yeah. But also, like, isn't December so fast, though? For me, December always feels really fast. It's like, it's like, okay, it's like we're speeding and then the cops came. So we slow the fuck. Yeah. I think I think so because definitely with um like I said in December at some point when the year changes and the month also changes I go with joke about how like oh I have a hard time remembering to like write the date down and stuff it's not just that for me I have a hard time remembering that we're in a whole new month and that it's already the next year it's January already so I'm like oh my god and it's like it's a weird time warp thing in my brain that happens in December January so yeah it feels like it felt really long but um I think we were talking about this yesterday about the months following I feel like February, March, April, go really fast. Oh yeah, so um, fast. Yeah. We get to June and then we have, it's not like a slowdown, but it's like, well, it is. It's a little slower in the sense that you have this like moment of bliss cause mm-hmm. summer, but from like, you're right. From February to like May, it's just like, vroom. yep. The days mm-hmm. just like go, 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 which is like in the sense of like this pandemic, it's kind of exciting because it's like, mm-hmm. all right, so we're going to be out of this sooner. But because like the fall for me felt so long. It felt oh, I so love long. Fall. I love, no, I love the fall yeah. too. I had a not the best time mentally, but like I remember whenever I think about the fall, I'm just like, I always think like it was so long ago when it wasn't that long ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like same. I definitely like, 
I love the fact that the fall feels long, but it definitely felt long. Like from the September to like November feels so long, which I love. Um, but yes, whenever it's like, I've always noticed when I was in school, February, the next, you know, like, uh, whatever, February, March, April, my head was like, wait, what's next month? March, <laughs> April used to go by so fast. And I used to be so stressed. I was always so stressed during those months because I used to feel like finals were around the corner at every given minute, like during the semester. So I hated, I normally disliked spring semester for this reason. Um, yeah, but yeah, the spring yeah. can be pretty stressful. Also, like when you forgot March, my brain just went like, where's the lie at though? Like when you think about the calendar months, like I'd be forgetting about March sometimes, which makes me feel I like- forget about March and May. I think it's an M thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm like, I forget about March and May a lot. It doesn't I don't ever much. forget about May because it just means that like school's almost over. Or the summer's almost here. Mm-hmm. I feel like May is when like, as an extrovert, that's when like the sun- really starts to come forward mm-hmm. and I'm just like I can start going to the beach I can go this. <laughs> I can have weeks um whereas March is still kind of rainy and I'm just like yeah Mar- March is very rainy rainy which bums me out yeah I know your birth month but February has the Valentine's Day decoration decorations, which I love. I mm-hmm. love. I love how cute everything pink and frilly and like the I love the color scheme of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So like I've always talked about this about how like my favorite holiday, you know, Reign Supreme will definitely be Halloween because it's mm-hmm. like during my birth month. But you have my other, you know, favorite holiday, which is Valentine's Day. And it's not because of the whole lovey dovey aspect. I just love the color scheme. I love which- the pink and the white, the red. Yeah. Which I love that you brought up because when this is, mm-hmm. then when this video goes out, we will be right before Valentine's Day, right before Valentine's Yay! Day. So the topic that I picked for today, I picked because Valentine's Day is around the corner. We are going mm-hmm. to be doing today, we're going to be talking about friendship in a different way. We're going to be doing a friendship quiz. We're going to be doing a friendship quiz, which we will get to in a moment. But, um, you know, because, you know, in Spanish, they say like, el día de San Valentín, Valentine's Day, es el día Mm -hmm. del amor y la amistad. It's the day of love and friendship. That Mm -hmm. gets so lost here in the United States. And here in the United States, it's all about romance. Mm -hmm. And and it's it's the holiday that single people hate. Single people hate this holiday. They're always so sad. They're always so bitter, which I understand because the way that this country puts out this holiday, it it just makes you, it kind of, it makes you seem like if you're not in a relationship, you're not a successful person. You're Mm -hmm. not a successful adult and you don't need romantic love to feel love and to also be a successful person. Um, but before I jump into all of that, because I can go on and on and on and on, mm-hmm. how was is, how is your weekend? My weekend was great, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually had a, a great time during the weekend. Um, I Okay, so Saturday was more of my chill day, nice. but here was the monumental thing about Saturday. Guys, I got to play Animal Crossing on my brother's Switch. I was so happy, okay? I, you know, anyone who has known me, especially at the beginning of like the the pandy, you know, I was, everybody got Animal Crossing and I was like, I want Animal Crossing. It looks so cute. And I was over here seeing everybody talk about Animal Crossing and just sad. I was so sad because I don't, I don't even, I didn't even have a Switch. I was like, I don't even have a Switch to buy Animal Crossing for. And I was just so sad. Everything was so cute. All the video, all the videos I saw on YouTube were about Animal Crossing. Like, oh, watch me dress up like my Animal Crossing character. And then people were posting about them and my friends all had them. And it felt like everybody had Animal Crossing. 
Well, finally, Saturday was the day. It was the day. And I, yeah, so I finally was able, my brother got a switch. I was finally able to get Animal Crossing. And honestly, I was so happy. Part of me, if okay, I had this moment too, I don't know if you do this right before. Um, I love the ASMR that's happening with the, <laughs> with the uh, crunching. If you guys are listening, I mean, you guys, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, you guys heard of the crunching. I don't even mind if you were distracted by that because I was, that was so nice. <laughs> ASMR coming from that was so nice. <laughs> For those of you who are listening to the podcast, the reason I giggled was not for calling me out on the ASMR. I was giggling because mm-hmm. she stopped me at the ugliest bite and some of my toast, I'm having avocado toast. Some of my toast was sticking straight out of my mouth. I looked ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, of all the times to, st- <laughs> yeah, guys. Uh, so Moving forward, Chai's and Cheese May will be a partial mukbang by Daniela, <laughs> where she has breakfast. Um, because we always take so long to record these sometimes. And I I end up having breakfast. Normally we record these on Fridays, and then I don't have that much time to eat. And I go straight into therapy. And I don't eat until four sometimes. Then we all know that's not great. So I've tried to make yeah. a habit of bringing my breakfast two chai's and cheese men now because I'm like, you know what? Y'all are gonna deal with it because I'm gonna try to stay on my health kick. <laughs> I try to eat beforehand usually because I'm too distracted. I mm-hmm. cannot eat and talk at the same time. Uh, so it's so hard for me to do that. So but usually, That's yes. That's all I know how to do. I get yelled at all <laughs> the time for talking when I'm eating. <laughs> Nutrition is very important, guys. So also, if you haven't had breakfast, go grab the breakfast. You know, eat with us. You know, eat with Daniela. Eat with us. I'm the one. I'm just drinking tea. Uh, but point is, yeah, like eat with Daniela. And, you know, have breakfast with us while we talk. You know, just pretend that I'm over here eating something too. Um, but I fear I lost my train of thought. Oh yes, Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes, sorry. Animal Crossing. See? Um, Animal Crossing. <laughs> so I I was so excited. I had this moment right before I started playing that when I was waiting for the game to load, that I was like, okay, what if what if I've just been building it up in my head this entire time? And what if like as soon as I play it, it's underwhelming and I seem I'm bummed out. And I, was, I thought about it and I was like, ah, and I was like, no. And then okay, actually it was not underwhelming. I can see, okay. People always are like, I do all my socializing on Animal Crossing. No, guys, I do my introverting on Animal Crossing. I was alone. Like, if all of my tasks are like, oh, go talk to your neighbors. Go da-da-da-da. You have to talk to them daily. I was like, are you kidding me? Was I got to talk to these people daily? I was like, and I like, to like pick my little house, little like the tent area where to set it up. I picked the farthest place I could away from all the other characters, away from the little, they have this little main area where you go to get stuff, sell things and buy things. Yeah. And I picked the furthest place I could. And I was like, cause in my head, I pictured how would I live if I was really like in an animal crossing world, where would I want to live? And I was like, oh, there's like this little waterfall. I lived close to the waterfall and also kind of close to the beach, but all like surrounded by trees and by myself, by myself. <laughs> and I, by herself. Yes. And I was like, I'm introverting in this game too. <laughs> the only hard part was coming up with a name for like my island and coming up with the, like, and again, they're like, oh, what are you going to name your little character? I mean, you can put your own name, but I was like, do I want to my own name I, I did because I couldn't think of anything else um and I was like oh, I don't know what to put and so that was the hard part I was literally there for like so long just with the controller like this but I was so happy uh I learned how to fish I learned how to do other things so I'm so happy I'm living my best life on Animal Crossing and that was like the highlight of my weekend of my Saturday it was a lazy day I just played video games I'm so happy to get back into gaming with the switch um unfortunately I've taken over my brother's switch uh it's like moved into my room right now and he's like you have to put it back eventually and I was like yeah yeah I will but I'm like 
trying to get all my gaming in. Um, it's so hard. It makes me okay. Adult life makes gaming hard because I haven't gamed in a while. Like I get into got into a game that I want to like consistently play, like Animal Crossing, and I realize, oh my god. Saturday I started my Animal Crossing thing. I already missed yesterday. I didn't go on to talk to my neighbors or whatever I'm supposed to do. And I was like, I already missed it. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna miss it today because of work. And I was like, oh my god, gaming is so hard when you're an adult. But yeah, that was essentially the highlight of my weekend. Uh, was Animal Crossing. <laughs> That's so <laughs> finally getting able to do something that I wanted to. Also, little disclaimer for our um viewers you totally just reminded me that this one is coming out around valentine's day and i had some valentine's day decorations that i haven't put up yet because again in real time this is this is pre-recorded so in the next episodes i'm gonna put them up i don't want to hear anything i mind your business i'm kidding <laughs> i like i don't want to hear anything I'm gonna oh, have, gonna oh valentine's day. yeah so i wanted to do a whole damn set <laughs> yeah we're no we're going to do valentine's day setups we are because okay so um like <laughs> this is daniela being the whitiest saddest little this is the rare moment that y'all see daniela be baby <laughs> but i you just reminded me that i <laughs> that I really wanted to do a fun setup for my birth month. I mean, this is cute and all, but I wanted to like deck all out and like go buy things and like, you know, put on a sash. I, mean, I have a sash. I have a, you know what? I'm going to go grab my tiara while you, while you entertain. Meanwhile, okay, I'm, I'm entertaining. so sad. We're going halfway through Daniela's toys and she forgot. <laughs> You want to know why, guys? Because birth month didn't hit until today, and uh, it was pre-recorded. That's yeah, the problem. So I didn't that's think it. Yeah, Once I'm in birth month. I'm very. That mm -hmm. made me so sad. <laughs> I thought when you said that, I was like, I instantly thought about the box of decorations that I bought. I got this in January, guys. I got the decorations in January, and I realized, oh my god, I didn't set them up. I haven't because it's barely the first of the month right now, and I was like. Oh, listen, no. so, yeah, I'm, we're going to do quote, it all to quote one of my favorite, favorite quotes from a song by, you know, the queen Miley Cyrus at the time known as Hannah Montana. Nobody's perfect. I got to work it. Do it again and again. <laughs> I'm going to go grab my mm -hmm. tiara. Okay, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How did I I'm do this to myself? I failed. I failed as a human being. <laughs> I don't even know where my sash is. It's somewhere. I don't even think I have it. Actually, I think that my sash is still at the house that I threw my party at last year uh -huh. for my birthday. Because I, y'all, I threw, listen, Papa Dios gave me the universe, allowed Daniela to go ham for 26. I went ham. I went ham. And it was right before the pandy started, right before, like two weeks before we all went on lockdown. And because it was on leap day, I did it on leap day too. On leap day, yes. I had me a single ladies party. I looked like a bad bitch. That shit was fire. My ass was out, but like it was covered in a sheer glittery dress. Oh, it was, whew, I, I beat the shit out of that pinata. Somebody was like, is she okay? <laughs> was so aggressive with the pinata. And um, my my uh, cheesecake tray is still over there because uh, Pandy, <laughs> I haven't had time to go get it. I, I got super, super drunk, <laughs> super drunk. <laughs> 
but I do have my tiara. <gasps> Yay. Okay. So we're at least set. Okay. So again, this whole, all the, the following after this episode, we're going to be all decked out in Valentine's Day, birthday stuff. Y'all, y'all, it's okay. Just deal. It's okay. Just deal. Just deal. Just deal. We're celebrating all month. And so, uh, yes. Anyway, that was how my weekend went. How was your weekend? My weekend. Uh, let's, what the fuck did I do this weekend? <laughs> I asked see, you. That's usually me. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see. What did I do this weekend? I think I just danced and I mm-hmm. did a lot of, what was it? Friday that I did all the TikToks? Was it Friday the day that I did all of the TikToks? I think it was. I or maybe think so. it was. It was either Friday or Thursday. One day I just went ham on TikTok. And I filmed like eight TikToks and they've been going out little by little. Oh, I think it was Thursday because I remember talking about this the last podcast, which was only Mm -hmm. filmed a few days ago. But over the weekend, I did a lot of dancing. Um, I had, let's see, um, I had me Asensia practice, which I think I mentioned in one of our previous podcasts. I am Mm -hmm. the new franchise director of me Asensia San Francisco. And we started our first official practice this week. So we did that and it was fun. It's been rainy here. So because of like weather conditions, we decided to do it virtually rather than social distancing in person for those who mm-hmm. wanted to do that. Um, but so we did it virtually, but it was really fun. And we like worked on technique and I talked to them about everything that they're going to need to expect and like all the things they were going to do. And the girls just seemed really excited. And then the next day on Sunday, uh, we had a director's meeting with all of the directors of the franchises all over. There's like, you know, New York, Seattle, and me, we are the United States um, franchises. And then there's a lot in, mm-hmm. in Mexico. There's Tijuana, there's Juarez, there's Guadalajara, there's Ciudad de Mexico, there's Frenesio, there's Oaxaca. I think I'm missing uh-huh. another one. But yeah, there's a bunch of us. So we had like a director's like meeting where she like checked us on like the choreography and like gave us some, you know, pointers and all this stuff. And then we had like the first challenge with her, which we have to, I have to find some time to film it this week um, mm-hmm. and it'll be coming out over the weekend. So you guys will have already maybe seen this. If um, you want to follow me at me uh, underscore Essencia underscore SF. Mm-hmm. on Instagram you can catch all of that good stuff but we're doing a fun little it was all of the franchises on the zoom and uh, Roxy taught us this choreo this just this little challenge choreo it's like a few eight counts but oh is I feel like a bad bitch whenever I do her challenges mm-hmm. because she has so much raw energy and so much fucking presence when she dances like she's just so like ha in your face which is like for those of you who know me like that's me that's me when I Mm -hmm. when I perform I can be very like vicious passionate very like hard on my hard on my sleeves that are rolled up yes yay yeah but that's great I honestly dancing and doing something that you really love uh over the week and I like, what did I do? What is that effect, guys? What is the effect that on Monday, the weekend was just yesterday? But what is it the effect that we're like, what did we do? Like, we forget entirely. But honestly, if I forgot and I feel like happy on Monday, that means that I had a good weekend. And True. so, yeah, I was, yeah. So if I found like, that means I was relaxed because if I remember my weekend, um, like I remember my week, it's probably because I had a million things going on, which I personally don't like to have a million things going on on the weekend. Okay. I like to relax. And if I have something going on, to be like, a chill thing you know that's happening nothing that's like 
busy stacked up because then I feel like I like I did I really get a break from work (laughs) yeah I feel that I used to always pack my weekends all of the time because I'm a busy bee um -hmm. but I've learned that I need some form of a balance so I do love having busy weekends but I need to budget time to decompress I have to Mm -hmm. have my nightly I don't talk to anybody don't bother me like for me resting means I'm not even going to talk on the phone like for me Mm -hmm. resting is I'm going to read a book I'm going to watch a show I'm going to have some snacks I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do some things for me, like not even filming my TikToks. TikToks are are great, but they're not like rest because I'm, you know, Yeah. but they're, but they're like, for me, those are like therapeutic, but I need to have like lazy time, lazy time where it's like, I don't have any responsibilities. Nobody's waiting on me, nothing. And I also like to be alone in that lazy time because it's so important to spend time. And this week I was reminded of that, but it's so important to spend time with yourself. It's so important to date yourself. It's so important to date yourself. Very appropriate to the Valentine's day coming up. It's so important to date yourself about a year ago when I was like, you know, living my best life, I would take myself on dates. Even if that was just at home, even if that was me getting dolled up, making a cheese platter, Mm -hmm. watching a movie, having some wine, um, catching a vibe or whatever. But like, it's so important important to date yourself because you know you would need to show yourself love otherwise you become kind of dependent of other people showing you that love and also when you give yourself that time and appreciation you just feel better you Mm -hmm. just feel better I agree I completely agree about dating yourself um so this is something I've seen that I've talked about before in like previous like podcasts too that I you know considering that I was like demisexual um you know considering I was excuse me I am no I was like uh, but, I did, but I didn't realize that I was uh in high school uh so obviously I didn't have a lot of crushes at Valentine's Day was also was always a weird topic for me a weird one because mm-hmm. I felt like you said a lot of pressure to have a valentine or to be hoping that my crush would give me flowers or buy me something I didn't even have crushes so it was really hard and I felt weird and I just felt odd and awkward so I was but point is that what I was getting at is I was single for years before I had my first boyfriend I was I was well out of high school when I had my first boyfriend and let me tell you though isn't that something that I personally would like I go back and tell myself you know what that if there was anything that I did right in high school was the fact that I never I was as though I felt weird and I've definitely felt societal pressure to want to have a boyfriend and I you know there are you know we talk about in our dear diaries that I do have some lovey-dovey like entries where I'm like essentially like whining that I want I wish that I had a boyfriend and stuff and I think that that was coming from the societal pressure that you in like you are successful or you are popular if you have a boyfriend or it makes you walk cooler if you have a boyfriend mm-hmm. um, or it's like validating in some way and I wanted to be validated in some way and so I remember that I wanted that but at the very deep in my core I didn't I didn't want a boyfriend because I didn't feel that way for anyone and so what mm-hmm. I learned in that time of being single was to really date myself I dated myself all through high school and college. Yeah, I really learned to be with myself and to be comfortable with myself and how to take care of myself and not need that validation from somebody else. And that was probably one of the best things I did for myself in high school was to not give too much into the, although I was feeling the pressure to not actually allow myself to give into the pressure to something that I didn't actually feel. 
because yeah. I didn't actually feel like I wanted a boyfriend. I didn't actually have feelings for anyone because that would have been wrong to, yeah. be, to get into a relationship, knowing, knowing that I don't have any feelings for the person just to have the person that's wrong. And so I'm glad that I didn't do that because I really learned how to appreciate myself in that time and to have that skill so early on in life, I realized is not very common. So, no, it's so important. You know, it's funny. I love that you bring that up because like, that's also not to say that like, for example, like, um, because I, I hear this a lot, but, um, uh-huh. that's not to say that it's, it's okay. Or hmm, how do I phrase this? It's okay. If you want someone too, mm-hmm. it's okay. If you want love, you shouldn't also feel bad about wanting love, mm-hmm. but you should also not feel bad about not having love. I think mm-hmm. it's a balance. I think that it's a balance. I think that it's okay to want love to happen and to find love, but let it happen. Don't force it to happen. Same with dating yourself. It's very, very important to give yourself some time and to date yourself mm-hmm. because it's it's self-care. And <clears throat> sorry, y'all, I like it's still kind of early for me. And I feel like oh, <laughs> oh, mucusy. I apologize for all the <clears throat> and the sniffles. I, I'm okay. I just <laughs> I didn't sleep much last night. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anywho, um, it's important to hacerlo a tu tiempo. And you can also date yourself while you're in a relationship. I feel like that's a huge misconception because I, unlike you, I've always been a relationship person. I always had a boyfriend on Valentine's Day. I think actually last year was the first year in like at least non like like nine in about like nine years that I didn't have a boyfriend on Valentine's Day the first year that I didn't have a boyfriend on Valentine's day. And let me tell you, it was was fucking great, but you can, you, I think there's a balance in that too. date yourself. But like in your, if you're, I used to get this a lot, especially after I got divorced, like you should be alone. Like you should be alone. Like people would just try to force in between every relationship. People would try to force me to be single. Like people would always be very upset by me, you know, meeting someone and pursuing it. So I'm the type of person, if I feel something for you, I'm going to pursue that option. I'm not just going to be like, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I don't, I just got out of a really, no, if I like, if I actually feel something for you, I I'm, I'm open to pursuing the option. Um, mm-hmm. obviously how quickly or slowly depends on the person and all that kind of stuff. But uh-huh. I always got pushed, be single, be single, be single, be single, be single, be single. You need to be by yourself all of the time. Mm-hmm. And I used to get shamed a lot for I, it always felt like really bitter hate for being in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't fun, but something I learned in this last year is that I, you know, I can, or I can't be single, but like being single shouldn't be the only thing that keeps you, that, that allows you to love yourself, that allows you yes. to find yourself. Because I think that's yes. the problem too. When you're in a relationship, you should make time for yourself and sometimes people turn their entire world into that other person and they don't really Mm -hmm. make time for themselves anymore they prioritize they prioritize their time for their significant other and yes you do now need to balance time with a significant other but don't forget about yourself prioritize that time for yourself have sacred time where you're like i love you baby but like i'm gonna go do my thing and stand your ground. Like, you know, like it's, I think it's uh, as something as a divorced woman that I learned 
because we were each other's everything. We lived together. We worked together. We were each other's best friends. Ah. We had the same hobbies. We were by each other's side 24-7. And let me tell you, that shit gets real old real fast. Let me tell you, it's fucking annoying as shit. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> not to say that, like, you know, you shouldn't necessarily want that, but it's very, I, what, I, what I'm trying to say is it's healthy to have time apart. It's healthy to miss each other. It's healthy to have things that you don't do with them and that you do for yourself, you do for you, that you do mm-hmm. separately. Cause y'all can always come together and then talk about it. You know, yeah. I did this thing, this was so much fun. They don't have to, you don't have to like everything the other person likes. You don't have to do everything the other person yeah. does. Also, if you're in a dynamic that was similar to mine, it's so important to find that balance because being with someone 24 seven as appealing as that sounds, you know, and, and I know I'm divorced, but at one point I did love him very, very much as appealing as that Uh sounds. It's, um, it's exhausting. You don't lose that sense of privacy. You go from that. it's, It's this, it's this new sense of loneliness. It's this really crazy new sense of loneliness because you're never alone, but you feel alone in the desire to want to be alone because you can never be alone. And let me tell you that being alone and having a space for yourself, time for yourself, it's really important because you need time to like, even when you're upset with each other, like I used to always say, and I say this, like, you know, to people that I've had relationships with, like as an adult or like, you know, situationships, like, listen, if you want to be upset and go rant to your friends about X, Y, and Z, go the fuck ahead and come back to me and let's work this shit out. You need to have time where you could like cool off, steam off or whatever it is. And then, because it just makes you appreciate the other person so much more when they say distance or um, time makes the heart grow fonder and all that stuff. Um, it's so true. It's so, so it true. I totally agree with everything you're saying. Like, I, I agree with you with the whole, uh, the person becoming the center of your universe. Yeah, in my first relationship, because I often saw that behavior around me, I mimicked it. I was like, okay, this person now becomes the center of my universe. It's and not healthy. Uh, yeah. I wanted, yeah, I wanted to be like, I, that was my only friend. That was the only person I talked to, the only person I ever made efforts to hang out with. It was bad. Um, but the way in which I say, I guess I the way... I was able to, um, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, unfortunately, in my relationship, the way I was able to preserve that time for myself is that we actually did not see each other that often. Um, So I didn't, because I didn't, although I really should have had that, I should have used that time to stay connected with my friends. I didn't because I ended up using that time to stay connected with me uh, because I didn't see him a lot. So I do all my, like all my introversion during the week that I didn't see him, I would just do all my introverting then. And then I would but it put a lot of like, you're right, just seeing the same person and trying to have the same hobbies and trying to like everything they like is so hard. And it is very exhausting. I can't imagine what it's like to work with them and be with with, with them 24 seven. That's so hard. Um, Yeah, like when you were saying that I was like, that sounds exhausting. And I am somebody who I I am self proclaimed clingy. I love to be cling to people and be all over them. But even again, even how an Animal Crossing, I wanted to introvert on Animal Crossing. I need to introvert too. Like I can be as clingy, but when I'm done, okay. Like I want to be by myself because it's so important for me, at least as an introvert, to be alone with my thoughts. I want to think about it. I want to reminisce on the day that we had. I want to reminisce on the conversations we had. I want to think about things. I want to feel it all over again without their presence, without the pressure of their presence. And so, yeah, and I also want to just, 
play my video games. I also just want to lay in bed and listen to music and do nothing. And I feel like, yeah, with the pressure of somebody else, if there was somebody like with me 24 seven, I would feel like I'm not ever alone. And I, when you said the loss of privacy, I'm like, girl, oh my God, I didn't think about that. Cause yeah, it's a loss of privacy because I'm trying to think to myself and just to try to embody like a Casper, the friendly ghost kind of person and have them be like hovering here or hovering behind the camera. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I would be uncomfortable 24 seven. Because I feel like I, I mean, as much as you want to be yourself around the person, your SO, right? A part of myself would always feel like I am entertaining in a way. Like I am, I gotta, I gotta put on, I gotta be social. I gotta, cause they're, they're here. They're watching me. It's not the same as I can just. Yeah. I will I can, say eventually that actually stops. You really do yeah. become yourself. Eventually you're not uh -huh. entertaining. It takes time and mm -hmm. it doesn't really, I I've noticed at least in my experience with the relationships, it flourishes more when you live with someone because it's exhausting to put on a front all of the time and you shouldn't have to, mm -hmm. but um, but yeah, it's still important to be alone, like to yeah. have some time by yourself. And, you know, you're a self-proclaimed clingy person. I used to think that I was kind of clingy. And then I realized I'm not, <laughs> I'm not clingy. I'm not clingy. Do I like attention? Fuck yeah. I love attention. I love me some attention. I love some dedication. But as, as a classic Aquarius, mama loves her space. Mama needs mm -hmm. her me time. If you smother me, if you smother me too much, I get like, mm -hmm. for the most part, I think, you know, I need to have my me time. I need to mm -hmm. be away from you. I need to, because otherwise I just get like, I get real fed up. I really, really do. Um, I, I feel like there was something else I was going to say to that. And just like uh, that TikTok I was watching the other day about <sighs> people with ADHD going, oh, I don't want to interrupt. Don't forget the thought. Don't forget the thought. Don't forget the thought. And I forgot it. I totally Totally. I can't imagine how hard that is. It must be difficult for me. I'm like, oh, the thought, put it in the pocket. And then <laughs> yeah. and I guess it's really hard. Yeah, I can't imagine how hard that is. But before we hop in to everything, I wanted to address our matching fits, guys. I don't know if you guys noticed, but we're matching. We are matching. We have our World of Feriela t-shirts. You guys can't see the backs, but on the back, mine says Fed and then Ella says Ella's. So that one's up. And then also, what else we got? What else we got on? We, we are also, whoops, wrong hand. We are also matching <laughs> in friendship bracelets, except my yeah. heart fell off. But we have these really cute friendship bra bracelets. Mine uh -huh. is more of a magenta fuchsia pink with a gold <laughs> chain. And hers is more of a hot pink with a gold chain. That's hot pink, right? Yeah, it's like it's definitely a hot pink. It's not my kind of pink, but it's still pink, right? She's, so I was it's like, funny I'll take because it. both of these pinks are in my aesthetic. She likes the baby soft pinks, and mm -hmm. I like the loud in your face pinks. I like the bold pinks. I like the I'm a fuck you up pinks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See, like I like the like okay, the color of our shirts. Oh, for those of you listening, I didn't realize I didn't even describe them. I'm so sorry. Um, so okay. Danny's shirt. Sorry, I had a moment. I was like, what is happening? Okay, Danny's shirt is a. <laughs> oh, I just I'm you sorry. Did. I'm so sorry, Danny. It was related to me. <laughs> so, Danny's shirt um, and her big. <laughs> And our tickled bitties uh, have the logo of our World of Feriela. If you don't know what the logo is, what are you doing? Go to our Instagram page so you can see our World of Feriela logo. It's on mm -hmm. also on our podcasting stuff. But anywho, y'all know what the logo is. So we have our logo on our chest. Hers is a peach 
color, but it is like a brighter peach. It's not it's like, like a, a corally peach. It's like a corally peach. It's really like it's really nice. I love the color. It looks amazing. It looks amazing on you. Thank um, you. yes. And then like I mentioned, the Ella is on the back, but you can't see that. Um, and mine is a baby pink. It is a soft baby pink. The baby is the baby. <laughs> the baby pink. Um, and it is uh yeah, and it has the logo as well on the front. Um, but yes, and the baby pink. This kind of baby pink is the kind of pink that I like to see matches my headphones and everything. You see the pink that's on our, my little bear over here on Rila Kuma. Uh, it's like this kind of pink is even too dark for me. Like, I don't like this kind of pink. It ha- needs to be this kind. Like, yeah, I told, I'm very specific. She likes about- a very soft, for those of you listening, a very soft, I would call it dainty, mm-hmm. uh, delicate. Think of like a feather if it had a hint of pink in it. Yes. Just add a few more hints. That's it. What she, the Rila Kuma, which I always want to call him Mila Kunis. Always. You always say Rila Kuma. And I'm always like, my celebrity crush, Mila Kunis. Um, Oh my God. um, No, he has like, he's got like a, it is a a light pink, but it's like a dirty pink. Yeah. It's it's like, and not like it's dirty, but it looks dirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. It looks dirty. It looks dirty. (laughs) He's a dirty boy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Rila Kuma be up to some things. He be outside just, you know, rolling around. <laughs> That's a um, but yeah, so yeah, see, like that kind of pink, that to me is still like a little too dark for me. Yes, I'd like a very light pink. Um, yes, and we have little chokers on. You guys can't see mine because mine is disappearing in the camera. Um, it's actually, it looks kind of pink, but it's actually like a lavendery. Lava. I am here for that one. It's yeah, so cute. It's really- but it's disappearing because every time I go back here, nobody can see it. And then, which one do you have on, Danny? I have a navy one on because we're being twinsies today. We're being Bratz twins. We're not just twins. We're yes. Bratz twins. We're, yes. In case y'all ever call us twin. Oh, yeah. And also another twinning moment. And also our voice awaited segment, Sock Cam. We're with our socks. Yeah. So for those of you guys listening, because I don't even need to look at her socks to tell you what <laughs> sock it is. Today, we both have our feet up. Yes, this is a double footsie time. <laughs> we're having footsie. a foot. Yeah, we're playing footsies right now, y'all. Yeah, virtual footsies. <laughs> virtual footsies. <laughs> okay. Anywho, Bay is wearing. We've worn these before, but we thought mm-hmm. we'd bring them back today. She's wearing her crew socks, all black, with the ankle that says "Bad Witch" in mm-hmm. white. Such a classic, bold statement. What mm-hmm. am I wearing? So the Danny is wearing Ooh, dog uh, hair. the <laughs> dog hair, the a decoration of dog hair on the socks. Um, she is wearing these. I wear like in the, they're like little material we talk about. That's kind of like glittery. I don't know what they're it's like called. tinselly. They're tinselly. tinselly. Yeah, tinselly. They're like tinselly, and it's like a purple and blue, and like a purple and turquoise. Like turquoise. Dude, were you gonna were you gonna say purple? Purple. Yeah. <laughs> purple. It's purple. I love that. It's purple. <laughs> it's, purple. it's purple. It is blue purple blue purple purple um colored and it has like a little iridescence to it that's like in a little like blue color is it Mm -hmm. like aqua yeah like aqua iridescence and it has my favorite part it has the top has a little ruffle on it i love the ruffle and it's like a black lace and on the side it says good witch these are very fitting to our personas Mm -hmm. uh bad witch and good witch uh yes that these are very fitting actually we were like oh we want to match everything and yes like we said we are brats twins don't ever say we're just twins we're brats twins that's oh yeah yeah. That is our goal in life is to be Bratz twins. <laughs> We're Bratz twins. And if you, and I know, I know that, that, that aesthetically she looks like the angel and I look like the devil, mm-hmm. but uh, innocently, emotionally, 
um uh, that that bitch is the devil i'm the i'm the angel here not because i want to be an angel but because i just uh what do you what do you and oliver always say Oh, the way we always say that you, well, number one, we say that you're, you're wholesome. And then we always say we got to protect Daniela at all costs. We always say that she is, she's just so, you're just so wholesome and good. And like, we talk, okay, this is one of our favorite topics of me and Oliver. Uh, do y'all remember single Oliver? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> which, which I didn't have, I guys, I didn't have the balls to tell him that we did that. I was like, that week, it just so happened that he was like, not having it. And so I was like, mm-hmm. I can't tell him. I can't tell him. I can't tell him. He's gonna he's gonna rip my head off. So yeah. you know, he still doesn't know about single Oliver. <laughs> so eventually, when he watches all of these, he's gonna realize single Oliver is a running thing on this on this podcast. So single Oliver. So me and single Oliver always talk about Daniela, and we always talk about how wholesome she is, and we list off the ways that she's wholesome. We're like, she likes minions, and she's like this, and like just your whole personality. We talk about it, and we're always like, and that you're low key baby, and he's we're always like protect, and we okay. <laughs> Me and single Oliver. I am the most in denial low-key baby ever. Low-key. Yeah, I don't let I don't let my baby come out often, but like as you guys saw earlier today, as I whined about my birthday, that that's some baby shit I do. That is exactly yeah, something. Like baby. that is <laughs> so like she's low-key baby. So we always say that. And okay, me and single Oliver hardly ever agree. Um because yeah, he's true. Just, he, Y'all are y'all defy the fuck out of each other. Yeah, Libra and Sagittarius. So that's that's what we are. And so, um, like we hardly ever agree on something. But what we agree on is that Daniela is like wholesome, good, and protect Daniela at all all costs. That is the vibe both of us always have. We're like, nah, we're gonna protect Daniela. Um, which is why I joked last podcast where I was like, if you slide into our DM trying to talk crazy to Daniela, I'm gonna jump into that DM. (laughs) And so, because yeah, she will. Well, listen, y'all. (laughs) Anytime. Am I gonna reveal this secret? Yeah, no, fuck it, whatever. Sorry, I gotta sit she, back down. <laughs> she tra- she's training me to be confrontational during pandemic. You see, because I'm I used to, I'm not anymore, but mm-hmm. I used to not be such a confrontational person because I was always so depressy. And and because when I get upset and angry, I cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I feel like that makes me look weak. And um, I know it doesn't, but like I I can't help it. Anywho, so I don't like confrontation because I get hella emotional and I feel like it takes away some of the power of the conversation from me. And usually people walk all the fuck over me and it's not fun. My brother always tells me I need to be meaner. I've been working on it. She's been training me. She's been training me to be meaner. She's been training me to be more confrontational. She's been training me to stand my ground. Anybody who has received a text message from me or a message from me when they try to come at me sideways and I put my fucking foot down, that was her. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it wasn't her. It was me, but best believe I was on the phone with her trying to figure out how to put my foot down down on the floor it was an encouraging push an encouraging push of like hey you gotta you don't gotta take this and like i said we always talk about being confrontational and mean and everything but guys i'm not somebody who i don't i don't be picking fights i don't pick fights with people mm-hmm. no i don't um you know it's just a way to tell people things and also stand your ground and that's mm-hmm. actually what i was telling daniela i was like here's a way you can be nice and still be nice girl daniela because she is nice girl daniela you've been known for that as your entire life mm-hmm. um you've always been friendly and nice and also a way to be like you know, yeah. and be like, I, I, sadly, my- the hard part with people who are very nice, like very presenting nice, which is me, I'm like, I wouldn't hurt a fly. Like, very I'm very, nice, very yeah. nice. The hard part about that is that unfortunately, people walk all over you. People see that you're nice and they take the fuck advantage. I can't tell you how many people have taken advantage of my kindness. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because I'm an empath. And so mm-hmm. I try to empathize. All I can't help it. I can't help it. I can't just 
like I struggle with saying no. I struggle with being mean. I struggle with standing my ground because I always try to see from their perspective and I do it to the point where I don't put my feelings first. And sometimes you have to be like, listen, I understand that you feel this type of way, but what about my feelings? What about how I feel? What about like what's going on with me? You can't keep, you know, I'm the kind of person that I'll put everybody else first and I can't mm-hmm. keep doing that. That's one thing I learned in my last, um, my last, the last season of Daniela's depressive state during the fall is that I, uh-huh. that I have to put myself first and I can't, I have to stop bending over backwards for everyone because if I don't stand my ground on how I feel and, and what I want, nobody's going to, nobody's going to. Like mm-hmm. it, I, I totally agree with that. And the whole being nice, presenting as yourself as nice and everything, because you are, I can honestly, before I even met you, how I joke about, I used to stalk you and everything before that. I could say I could list off people who I could approach like because again I always had people in my brain for this reason it's probably why I was always hyper aware of your existence I had people in my brain who I always felt I could approach to talk to and mm-hmm. they would be nice to me and you were on that list I had people who were like oh this person's very nice and I know that if I were to say something or to be like hey can I borrow a pencil or hey I you know something happened or whatever I can you like can I borrow this or whatever if I can say that I always knew that I could ask you and I had a group of other people that I used to be hyper aware of their existence because I you know I think I low-key was obsessed with worst case scenario too because part of me was like what if something happens what if I like you know I don't know forget my backpack on like the bus and then I have nothing for school and like who could I tell this embarrassing scenario to that would like help me you know whatever or who would be okay like, you know who wouldn't make fun of me you were on that list like on that list because I, I always felt that you were very nice before you know the fact that I didn't know you personally you're just always somebody who's nice and friendly and so that's why I was like oh I'm gonna put this person on the list and so that's the thing about yeah being nice presenting is people do see that but they see also negativity in a way they're like oh okay who can I make bend over backwards for me and not have to put out the same kind of effort people who that's who lacked control in their life and needed control over people to Mm -hmm. feel like they had some control in their life, which I can resonate with because I also (laughs) have control issues in the sense that not in the sense of that. I like to control people. That's definitely not in I don't like to control people, but I do like to be in control of my personal situations of a situation, Mm -hmm. work situations and all that stuff in the sense that I don't, in the sense that I don't ask for help because I don't feel like I can rely on people. Mm -hmm. Um, But but uh, people treat people like that usually because they personally have issues of control because they don't have control in their life. And so they see people like me and they're like, I could, people are controlling, my parents are controlling me. My pe- my parents are doing this and people in my life are doing this. I can go control this person. Yeah. And that, I honestly like, yeah, it definitely has stems from something else, but it usually tends to be nicer people. And it's not that I have this shield up that makes it be like, ah, I'm like not a nice person. And that's, I'm not doing it purposely, guys. It's just who I am. I am an undercover nice person. Just, um, just that, get that some people, I, I, I would say that you're very nice, but you are, you stand your ground and you're firm. Like mm-hmm. you, you're not afraid to say no. Whereas people, I think know that it's pretty rare to hear a no from me. Mm-hmm. I will usually be like, yeah, how can I help? okay, yeah, you know what, I could, I could probably do something or like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. rare. It's before it was pretty rare that I'd be like, no, I can't. No, I, this, no, I, that I, I bent over backwards for people to try to help them because, um, I just, I like to help people. I really like to help people, but I need to help myself and saying no is a way that I'm helping myself. 
Mm -hmm. Because like we were talking about, like they're doing things for yourself and like dating yourself. And see, in dating yourself, you learn things like this about yourself. You learn that, okay, I have a hard time saying no, you know, and that again, getting into relationships and not knowing that you have that kind of thing that you have a hard time saying no, is a very slippery slope. It is. And it's yeah. And so it's very difficult. And again, it, through that time of the you know, again, you don't always have to do your, your healing and you're dating yourself, like when you're single or alone, but like just in general, being alone with your thoughts. That's what I always take it as being alone with your thoughts and being alone with your thoughts really allows you to realize all these ways that you are like, oh, maybe this about me or like realize all these things about yourself because that is how I realize things about myself too Mm -hmm. Uh, I said I consider myself a nice person but what I also noticed you know in when I was like single for a long time was that I am somebody who is very uh opinionated and very verbal about things you know and so that was something that I tried unfortunately in my relationship at the beginning at the my, my past relationship I tried to hide that I tried to like you know, I tried not to be as opinionated and tried to, and I don't know why I thought that was a negative thing. Um, and that also led to a lot of bad decisions too, with a lot of miscommunications, because I realize that now that I'm somebody who, when I have a thought, I got to say it, I got to advocate for my own thoughts. And that's something that I always uh, try to get into the habit of doing. Um, because if not, I tend to be like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. And not say anything. And I'm like, that's not who I am. For me, if so, and I don't, and again, you're very concerned with like hurting someone's feelings and stuff. For me, that goes out the window. But I always thought it was bad for that to go out the window, especially if I'm with with an SO, right? I'm like, oh, I should care about their feelings. No. So I got to like, I guess. And so what I did was I was like, okay, instead of finding the balance, what I did was like, okay, I'm not going to toss it out the window. Instead, I'm going to toss what I'm going to say out the window. And it's like, nah, I didn't think of a way to like also say what I need to and take the person's feelings into consideration. That was something that I had to learn on my own as well, because that was, that's a hard one. I definitely am somebody who, um, if someone usually like tries to talk over me, I'll be like, I wasn't done talking and then continue. Um, or like, I'll say, no, not in, not in the interrupting way, but more in a way where I'm, I'll start a story and like somebody was not even listening or not even like, we're just trying to be like the center of attention will side cut me and try to be the center of attention. Now I will be the kind of person be like, actually, I wasn't done with my story and I'll come back. And let me tell you that that comes off, <laughs> that comes off as very harsh. And I, and I, I maybe I can really admire that. Honestly, I can really admire that. Mm -hmm. I think that there's like, you know, I think we're all learning always kind Mm -hmm. of like how to assert ourselves and all this stuff. I was not expecting us to go in this direction. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I think, I think that I, I can admire that. I can admire attitudes like that because I struggle with that. I am, I have been silenced so many times in my life and I've allowed myself to be silenced in the sense that like when I was silenced, I was too scared to speak up. I've always been too scared to speak up, too Mm -hmm. scared that somehow it will backfire towards me or that somebody would see me as a bitch until I realized what the fuck do I care what other people think about me? Who the mm-hmm. fuck cares? Like at this point, listen, you're going to love me or hate me. I'm not going to keep you all in my life anyway. I'm not going to keep you all in my life. So what, you know what, if you're going to be a bitch, a hater or whatever it is that you're going to be, if you're going to sit here and judge me, like you're so perfect, mm-hmm. I rather get rid of you from my life now than later. And that's, that's on Aquarius vibes. <laughs> on Aqu- it really is. It really is on Aquarius vibes. Uh, yeah, I think, I think you see, again, we're talking about how we're brats twins, right? Guys, we're mm-hmm. even brats twins in our lifestyles because you see, it's, we always tend to have the, like the balance of what the other one wants, because for, for me, actually, it's the opposite. Uh, I would love to be able to be a little more 
um, careful with people's feelings because what I used to think in moments like that where someone tried to side cut me and then I'd be like, actually, uh, you know, what was it called? Um, game, set, match. I'd be like, you know, like, I'd, be, I'd be like, game, set, match. I'm not done with my story. And then go back in my brain. I would think, is that a little mean? Maybe they want, maybe I should, after I'm done, maybe I should be like, what were you saying after I try to like make it right, you know? And in my brain, I'd be like, who cares? They cut me off. I want to finish my story. So why, why did they do that to me? And I'd be like that. And that's wrong too. And I realized, again, trying to find that balance of, you know, being careful of someone else's feelings, because I am aware that I can come off a little, as a little callous sometimes. And it's hard for me to find the balance of being a little, uh, understanding of people's feelings and everything and it's probably because you know we talk about histories and everything for you it was a history of being silenced and being scared to speak up right for me it was more of if I don't speak up people are always going to bully me for me it was always being on the defense being ready and that's what my life has always been and so I think that's why we have the you know we each want with the other one the other quality you know because we're brats twins even in that aspect <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes okay so we're going to jump into this friendship quiz but first yeah. But first, because we haven't addressed this and I wanted to address this. Listen, y'all, we're talking about Valentine's Day being around the corner and my birthday being tomorrow. Real quick, real quick. Listen, if you're trying to date me, um, anybody, any of my exes can tell you, we do not combine my birthday and Valentine's Day. I know damn well that they are two days apart. They are two separate days. Don't hit me with that. Um, oh, you know what? We're gonna, I'll take you out for your birthday and, and then, you know, we'll also do Valentine's No, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't need gifts. I'm not a, no, that's a lie. I do want gifts. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to be more honest with myself. I don't need gifts, but do I like gifts? Yes, I like gifts. Do you have to spend a fortune on me? No, you can fucking make the gift. But um, I'm sorry, you're going to be a little bit broke the week of Valentine's Day because it's my birthday, which is the bigger deal to me. And it's Valentine's Day, but just know that I'm a loving, giving person and I will be giving as well. I also don't like that I have to give two days after my own birthday. Yeah, <laughs> I, was gonna say, I low key like, hate it. <laughs> I'm like, this is supposed to be my week and now I gotta give you attention. So uh, last last year was great because we, we celebrated Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. This was my first, like I said, this was my first Valentine's Day being single in like, I think like nine years. I'd always been in a relationship and I was like, wow, now I'm going to feel what everybody else felt. And I was like, you know what? No, fuck that. Ese día del amor y la amistad. It's the day of love and friendship. And you know what? I am going to make my best friends my Valentine's. So it was me, Bay, and our other short bitch friend, Adriana. And we we went on a like Galentine's Day birthday, like, I'm sorry, birthday, no, just Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day date. We went on a whole <laughs> ass day. And let me tell you, that was the best fucking date I've ever fucking been on. We went all out. Bay, why don't you fucking tell them how I, how I blew it yes. out of the park as a whole ass wife. I'm a whole ass she what? did all right so let me set the stage for y'all let's you know get into the time machine and travel back into last year so pre-pandy we're both uh pre-pandy yes pre-pandy um before i even could fathom that a pandemic would happen in my lifetime so i <laughs> uh, you know got into the time machine and so me and Daniela were both newly single uh around the time of like valentine's day you know and so i remember thinking okay in the, in the past, like I said, when I was single, uh, I felt weird and some kind of pressure about Valentine's Day and blah, 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 right? And I used to, because I felt so weird and the pressure and not, didn't feel validated, I used to be kind of be those bitter people. I kind of used to be the people that when I would see people carry around their giant stuffed teddy bears and their chocolates, I'd be like, 
I'd be sad. I would want to not go to school on Valentine's Day uh, because I hated it. I hated I hated sitting behind all the girls in class who got flowers. And I used to hate it so much. And I used to feel so bad. And so for years, I'm, I'm going to expose myself, guys. For years, my consistent Valentine. Uh, it's been my mom, actually. My mom buys me chocolate. Used to, even back in those hashtag single days, you know, back in, uh, you know, in high school, my mom would buy me chocolate. She'd always come home with chocolate on Valentine's Day because I think she knew that I felt some kind of weird way. Um, so I used to, that, anyways, that was what, what Valentine's Day just signified to me was eventually I was able to separate that. I think once I graduated high school and didn't have to see everybody kidding around teddy bears anymore, uh, I was able to celebrate life. Sorry. So, <laughs> it's okay. Again, it's, you have to be right with thyself first. I yeah. didn't know. I, I felt pressure, you know? And so I think yeah, that, that of course. I didn't know that. I didn't know I, that I was semi-sexual. I can so. understand that to the sense that even as someone who was always in a relationship, mm-hmm. that holiday always made me feel pressured to have a this can sound so fucked up and weird to have a worthy mm-hmm. gift like mm-hmm. like did my boyfriend deliver because y'all I was I, I didn't realize I was gay did my boyfriend deliver and like almost this feeling of like personally I didn't really care you could mm-hmm. get me like a rose a chocolates like something simple but the way that society and some girls made it feel was like who had the better valentine's day gift it was well, like, it was like, this is, this is yeah. why I usually don't say I'm a gifts person. I do like gifts, but I don't actually care how much the gift costs or like, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I, I just like the fact that someone, you could buy me a fucking keychain, but it's a mermaid or something. And you're like, mm-hmm. this made me think of you. And I wanted to get it for you because I saw it in you. And I'm like, oh my God, that's great. You give me one single rose. And you're just like, this rose is this beautiful, you know? And some other people might be like, he just got you that. Like, that's like, he doesn't love you. And that's so fucked up because why are we, um, why are we measuring the way someone feels about us? Why are we measuring our self-worth, our worthiness to be loved by gifts from others, by attention from others? Yeah, because that, that's what it was to me was it was validation to my self-worth. It was not that I wanted an actual boyfriend or an actual Valentine. Because again, I, I knew that I didn't want a boyfriend. It's not that I actually wanted a boyfriend. It's just I think I wanted the gift so that people could get, so I could have worth, so that I could be one of the pretty girls, so that I could be one of the girls that gets a lot of Valentine's gifts. And so it was it was difficult. So eventually when I, you know, when I left high school, I was able, I was able to separate it more and Valentine's Day just became a day. And then I'd get chocolate sometimes, which is pretty cool. And then, you know, so I was like, cool. Then I had a boyfriend, my first boyfriend. And I was so happy and and Valentine's Day came around. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to actually get flowers or get something. And I'm going to be able to have someone on Valentine's Day. And let me tell you, remember how I talked about the Animal Crossing underwhelming? And this is not to say, not to say the gift or whatever was underwhelming. But you know, how I talked about how I was afraid that I was building Animal Crossing up in my head. I had built up the idea of what I was going to get, not as in the gift, I was going to get a big gift, but what I was going to get emotionally from the gift that I was going to suddenly, that I I was suddenly going to feel the happiest I've ever felt and the most validated I ever felt. And when I got, when I, we did our gift exchange, I was like, this, okay, this is it. Like, I like my gift. This is nice. I'm like, this is like, he got me flowers. And that was the first time anyone ever got me flowers. But it didn't make you feel what you thought it was. You know what? You say that and I'm triggered because I realized that sometimes that's the way I treat my birthday. Or that's the way, no, I should say, yes, my birthday, but also like, like as if, as if all the gifts and all this stuff are going to give me this like feeling as if all the attention is going to give me this feeling. And you know, it does at times, but whenever something happens, life happens Mm -hmm. and not everybody gives me that attention that I 
try to give out because mm-hmm. I do try to give out that attention to people on their birthday, mm-hmm. I am left feeling so empty mm-hmm. and I just cry. It's so weird. It yeah. It I can right, right. So the whole, yeah, that's what happened. We did our gift exchange and I was like happy because again, the first time anyone got me flowers. I thought it was going to be a monumental moment. I thought I would cry. I thought I would feel like the beautifulest girl in the world because somebody gave me flowers. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just feel like I just got a gift and that's it. And that's okay. I didn't feel any different than when my mom had been giving me chocolates for years. I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. I just got a gift today. That was it. And nothing that not great, not appreciative. I, I appreciated my gift. I liked the flowers and the chocolates that my mom got me always. I always ate them the same day, you know? And so yeah, I, was, I was always happy. I was happy. I was content. But I, it didn't fill me up in the way that I was sold this idea it was. So then Valentine's Day, per, per, you know, moving forward, always had that undertone to me. And I always felt pressure as well uh, all the time on Valentine's Day. So finally, when I was newly single, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so happy to be newly single because now Valentine's Day is just a day and now I don't have to get anybody a gift. And yeah, I have to. That's what I felt. I had to, right? Because everybody celebrates Valentine's Day, right? So I was like, I don't have to get anybody a gift and I can just exist and I can eat my little chocolates that my mom is going to get me. And I, okay, the thing about me, I love the little conversation hearts. I love them. And I was like, I'm going to buy a big ass bag of them and eat them by myself and just chill and watch and do my own thing. And then I remember that I think it was your idea. You proposed to me. You're like, oh, we should celebrate Valentine's Day. So you have like a Galentine's thing. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't mind. I was like, why not? And then so we we had been, you know, planning it with Daniela and then our other friend, Adriana. And I remember that I was like, all right, it's going to be like a chill thing. I was like, it's just, I'm just going to do the same thing that I do. Like, you know, like my little chocolates and my little movie, it'll be all right. And so the weeks leading up, like, I don't know, suddenly, like, I was getting so excited. <laughs> yeah, the weeks leading up, uh, suddenly, like, there was this surge of, like, excitement as well. And I was like, what is this feeling? And I was like, okay, I'm gonna wear, I, I planned out my outfit. I knew what I was going to wear weeks in advance. I was like, I'm gonna wear this. I'm gonna do my hair like this. I'm gonna do my makeup with this. And I was already thinking, and I was like, I never felt this, never felt that for any Valentine's Day I ever date I ever had and not to say that the feeling that it was there was no effort there it's just that it was a different feeling and I was like okay I feel like excited to actually like do this right and then um I remember that I went out and got like little tiny gifts for both of them because okay I want to like do a little gift exchange I mean they don't have to get me anything but I want to give them something so that we all got something on Valentine's Day and then I bought myself some chocolate as well right so I went and got myself gifts and so anywho Day, the day of, I believe, I'm pretty sure I did have work. I had work and then I came home and I put on my little outfit and everything and I did like my makeup and I told myself, I remember as I was putting on the outfit, I put on my, I wore a skirt. I wore a little skirt with like little tights that had hearts on them. It was so cute. And I put it on. I was, as I was putting my skirt on, I was like, girl, don't you think you're doing too much? And I was like, you can, yeah, right. You guys, you guys, and here's the kicker. I was, I was like, don't you think you're doing too much? I'm like, like, girl, like you're over here putting on a full on outfit. And what if they just show up in jeans? Like, like, you know, what if they're like, you know, they're going to be like, what Me are you doing? Show up in jeans? Me. Yeah. That's and I was funny. Thinking, I was like, I wasn't sure. I was like, maybe it's all in your head. Like you're making this feel like it's like a big deal um, for some reason. And I'm like, but like, you're over here like doing too much. So I remember that I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do my makeup, but I'm not going to go overboard. And so I was like, let me like just do a light little makeup. And then we go to Daniela's house and we show up. I ended so we show up. And I open, she opens the door and Daniela is decked out. She has a full beat on, a full outfit. 
Let me tell you guys, I'm going to interrupt right there just because I want to talk about the outfit. You see, at this time, Daniela was dating, right? And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I had just gotten from my personal thrift shop, my cousin, Jesse, shout out to Jesse, yo, most of my fashion, some of the stuff that y'all see that y'all are like, damn bitch, that's iconic. It's because she has a shopping addiction. She's a clothes hoarder. I love you, but you're a clothes hoarder. And she's getting rid of some of her clothes. And I finally get to have it because, you know. I get to have her clothes. Anywho, I had she she one of the things that I got once was there was this really, really beautiful yellow dress with like little blue flowers on it. And it's a baby doll dress. It has like a little sleeve and it's like it's modest yet revealing. So it's like the perfect kind of, I don't know. It's like like you can still kind of see my boobs, but I'm covered. And mm-hmm. it accentuates my shape really well and it just dances down, it falls down. And it's not very long. It's pretty short. So it just, it's like mid thigh and Mm -hmm. I wore it. I call that dress my date night dress. And I have been saving that dress for when I meet someone that I felt was worthy of it. When Uh I meet someone that I want to go on a whole ass date for, when I meet someone that I really like, and I want to, you know, look like you could take me home to your mother. (laughs) So, um, So I'd been saving that dress and they knew it. They knew about the day night dress, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I hadn't wore it yet. And I remember when I was figuring out what outfit I want to wear, I was like, you know, there is no one more deserving of this dress than my best friends. And I, I got all decked out for them because they had been there for me through one of the hardest times of my life. Going through my divorce was so difficult. Finding myself, realizing that like all of these red flags and boundaries I need to set up was so hard and they were there for me. And I was like, the very least I could do is give them my date night dress. And I put some black tights on. I put, y'all have heard about my fuck me boots. I have these, (laughs) bless you. I have these combat, these black thick heel, high heel boots that I wore with it I had my makeup my makeup looked fire y'all I looked fine as shit let's be honest I looked yes fine as shit continue with the story yes so I'm glad yes I'm glad she gave you that background because I completely I didn't forget but I knew that the dress was significant but I was gonna gloss oh and I I still haven't worn it so they are the only ones that have experienced that dress who have seen it yes I saw I'm saving that for the perfect day Mm-hmm. I saw it in the flesh, guys. I saw I saw the dress. I had seen it in pictures. You knew I know about the date night dress in pictures, but I was like, I saw it in the flesh in the purse on the person. And I remember, yeah, she was decked out, and I was like, I was like, number one, thank God that I got dressed, and um, because I was like, girl, I'm so glad I didn't bum it because I was going to. Anywho, so she's decked out, fully like dressed in an outfit, a significant special outfit, makeup and hair done. And then we go into the kitchen and then turns out she made some cheesecakes. And I was like, okay, so you made the cheesecakes today. And then later, so this is what the plan was. We're going to go to the drive-in. Uh, and then we were going to like, uh, she, you know, with her car, we're going to like park, what is it called? Like reverse or whatever, park the other way so we could open yeah. up the back and we could sit in the back and eat our little like food and everything and watch the movie and have yeah. our Because we, we went to, we went to, we went to Berkeley to go pick up some of our favorite foods. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God. That was the best part. So I love that, that place. So, yeah, we were going to have our little food or dinner and then have our little, like the movie and put our little blankets and a whole bunch of pillows in the back. So 
And it sounds really cute, right? And so in my head, I was like, yeah, it's really cute. But I guess I didn't, in my brain, process it until I saw it. And then she had made cheesecakes. Then she had already cleaned the car, too. She already had planned out what pillows we were going to grab. She already knew what blankets we were going to have, where we are going to go for dinner. And I was like, I was so blown away. I was so blown away because I was like, you mean to tell me that while I was at work, I was out here just working and whatever, right? Zoning the hell out. You are here at home. You, you know, you cleaned the car, you did the cakes, you got ready, and then you came up with the idea. The idea was her idea. Like, I can't say that we came up with all three of us. No, it was her idea. And you came up with the idea already. And all I had to do was get dressed and show up. And I was like, I feel like I don't deserve Daniela. Like, that's what I thought. I was like, Listen, I feel like y'all, I don't I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, I am daddy. <laughs> that was a whole ass, that was a whole ass wife. That was a whole ass wife. But it's like, in my brain, I realized, it makes sense why you were married. This is somebody's dream. You mean to tell me that I, after I, when I come home, if I were to come home to you, this is what you have? You have all this prepared for Valentine's Day? What? I would feel like I'm not deserving if I, if I was like somebody who's married to you. And I realized, oh my God, this makes perfect sense why you were married. Like that was a moment that I realized it. Then, you know, our other friend showed up and then we did our little gift exchange. And um, it was uh, it was so cute. I, I love that, you know, Adriana got me flowers. And I was like, oh my God, I actually got flowers on Valentine's Day. Um, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I think that was one of the couple of times that I had, first times that I hung out with Adriana. And the fact that she- I think I got you guys flowers flower. too, right? Yeah, I believe. Yes. Oh my yes, God. Yes, I got flowers did. too. Yeah, yes, I was, she got me listen, flowers y'all, too. I, I gave them the Valentine's Day. Listen, I go ham. The reason I'm so obsessed with my mm-hmm. birthday and all that stuff is because I like to go ham for others. If you are good to me, you are kind to me and all of this stuff, like you are going to get the most loving person that you've ever met. I really, mm-hmm. I, I strive to make sure that the people that I love know just how much I love them. I baked two fucking cakes that day. I went to go get flowers. Yep. I cleaned my car. I have a dog, y'all. That shit took forever. I had to use two different vacuums and it's, it's okay. It's worth the effort. And then all the pillows and we went to Gypsies, which is like one of our favorite Italian mm-hmm. restaurants in, in Berkeley. We were looking, <laughs> oh my God, I totally forgot that as we were walking, some guy said some stupid shit to us and I told him to go fuck off. Yes. So it's like, she did everything. Yes, she cleaned I the also car. defended she them. <laughs> yeah, she defended us too. It was the best thing ever. I remember that like afterwards, I was like, Oh my God, this was the best Valentine's Day ever. We watched Birds of Prey. Yes. This is one of my favorite movies. And I think it's because it's tied to the memory Same. because it was such a great night. Um, Like, yeah, we you know she, no, she drove us around. I don't know if I mentioned that already. She drove us. Uh, so she like, we went to her house and then she drove us to uh, Berkeley and then we got our food and then we went to the drive-in and it was so cute. We sat around with her blankets, you know, provided also by Daniela because again, didn't bring Jack. Uh, so <laughs> I really felt like I didn't deserve and, it. And that's the thing. I didn't expect you guys to bring anything. I didn't expect yeah. you guys to even get gifts. I didn't expect you guys to get decked out. I have no expectation of you guys. I just wanted you guys to show show you guys how much I love you and how much I appreciate you. So just because you don't have a significant other for Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day, guys, it doesn't mean you can't go out for your girlfriends. That was the best Valentine's Day I've ever had in my life. And honestly, I feel bad for the people that we end up with because look what they got to compete with. One, they have to compete with me. And two, for you, they got to compete with me. Yeah, I will. That's I set I the bar. I set the bar way too high that night. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if anyone's ever going to top that. And uh, like, you know who will? Pictures? You know who will? Yeah. Me. 
I'll yeah, you'll top it. Yeah, I said, we'll but like, I said, top of that memory because, like, that was again. Remember how we talked about the, how I how I felt with the building it up to be something big, building it, and then I felt like, oh, is this is it? This is this is what I've been waiting for. That night really did fulfill me in a different way, and I realized, holy shit, what that feeling that I thought I was going to get from an SO, I got from a friend. I got from my best friends, like from a night that I didn't, no one, you know, like I didn't expect to get flowers. Adriana, Adriana got me flowers. That was so significant to me. We hardly knew each other. And I got her a gift too, you know, cause I was like, I don't want to like, just, you know, I, I, I think this attention. was one of the first, this was the first time y'all were meeting too. Right? I think one, yeah. I think one of the first times that we met, I believe, I think this was the first this time. Was, we met. This was the first time. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we had, um, the, uh, our friendship got brought together by my trauma. <laughs> um, and I, I created a group chat for the three of us, because I, um, I was really scared going on dates. And so I used to always send them my location and send them Mm -hmm. the name of the person and where I was and all that stuff in case anything happened in case I needed something. Mm -hmm. So I created a group chat and we started bonding on that group chat. Um, and then we became friends. Well, I mean, I was already friends with both of them, but then Mm -hmm. they became friends and we went on this date. And then during the pandemic, we've really just been there for each other. Yeah. And like I said, like, the group chat has become like a little sacred place. I love it. And yeah, that was a what, first time. Yeah, this was our first time meeting. And I remember when I got gifts, of course, I got the Nila gift. And I thought, I'm gonna get her something. I don't know her, but I'm gonna get something for her too, because I think it'd be nice to get a gift, right? And that's what I thought just to give one. But then when she got me flowers, so significant to get someone you don't know flowers, it was beautiful. And I was like, this is I'm sorry, I hate to say this like, well, but like, that tops anytime anyone's ever given me flowers. Because I thought that was beautiful and thoughtful to get somebody you don't know flowers just because you thought it'd be nice to give them flowers. It was so cute. And she so is then, probably one of the nicest people I know as well. Same, same. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was significant and like so nice. And so I was like, wow, I, I got that fulfilling feeling from receiving flowers from somebody that I that is my friend. No, my, one of my best, no good friends now, right? But like at the time, I didn't really know her. So I was like, I got the fulfilling feeling from so, not even an SO. And then the same thing. I remember we were at Gypsies and we saw people on their dates and it made me so happy. It makes me happy still. Uh, I get, we got that, that separation I needed from the Valentine's Day thing. Having our Valentine's Day thing we did really allowed me to have just appreciation for Valentine's Day, just objectively, not even because I want someone. I remember seeing the girls on their dates and everybody just getting so dressed up and how everybody was wearing it was outfits. Cute. It was so it cute. It was cute. Every, like, everyone that I saw that was wearing makeup, I wanted to be like, your makeup looks so nice. You look so good today. I wanted to tell them that. And I'm like, girl, what, is, what drugs are you on? I was like, what is <laughs> You want to socialize and tell people this, but I really, everyone that I saw dressed up, like they just look so cute and so nice. And I thought that's so beautiful to ha- to get dressed up or for a date. That's so, cause I was feeling it. Cause I got dressed up for this date. Right. And Daniela got dressed up and I was like, that is such a beautiful feeling to want to get just dressed up for the moment. That's so beautiful. Like that's like, it's effort. Right. And like, that's nice. And so I was so happy. And then we went, you know, once we go watch the movie, we sat in the back under like the blankets and like ate our food we had gypsies it's one of my favorite it's pasta it's one of my favorite pasta places so good so, it's so, so good, good. if and- you haven't been there you need to go there also if you're expecting it to be some fancy ass restaurant it's not but it is delicious you walk up you mm-hmm. order at the counter you sit down if there's a seat it's always full it's been number one italian restaurant in berkeley for about uh, f- more than 15 years at this point. It is delicious. Mm-hmm. You have to check it out. This is non-sponsored, but it should be. Yeah, it's so it should be. Yeah, because it was so good. So yeah, I don't even know what I had. What did we get? Yeah, I know we got a drink because I remember I almost spilled my drink in your car. Um, but <laughs> I know we had. A drink, I think we, we we got the drink at the at the drive-in. Oh, we did. We did. We got I had a lid. I was like, why did I? 
I was like, well, yes, and we got popcorn. And because I love popcorn. Seen the, yeah, we should have seen the arrangement. It was so cute. We got the big thing of popcorn so we could all eat yeah. and share. Very, I think like, we're actually posting the pictures that we took that night, at least mm-hmm. of me and you on um after this podcast, either the day that this podcast comes out or the weekend on Valentine's Day. But y'all will yeah. see that picture. So keep y'all an eye out for it. that. And you'll see the setup. It was the cutest thing ever. It was my favorite, probably one of my favorite memories. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was the best thing ever. And I really, when I went at home, you know, after Daniela, yeah, Daniela dropped me off. Cause you know, she did that too. <laughs> after Daniela dropped me off, I was like, wow, this was the best Valentine's day I ever had. I didn't feel pressure from anyone. Cause I didn't, again, Daniela wasn't expecting anything from me except for to just show up. And like, I didn't feel pressure from anyone. I didn't feel like, oh, I wish I was with a boyfriend. I didn't at all. I was genuinely happy to be with them and like, you know, share Valentine's Day and how cute it was. It was the, honestly, I don't think anyone could have came up with this idea. It had to come with, uh, come up, had to be from the minds of Daniela because I, I couldn't think, how did you come up with this idea to do this? It was so cute at the drive-in to put the car like this so that we could chill in the back. I wouldn't have thought about that. I really wouldn't have. I would have parked the car just regularly and been like, okay, we're here. <laughs> and this is and this is why I'm single, guys. This I like to. I, I I I'm just I'm a hopeless romantic. I really it I was really the am. I, y'all, thing ever. Y'all, one day we're gonna talk about the promposals I did because you think that I let someone propose to me? Nah. Honestly, at this point, I think that if I ever get married again, I'm I might be. If they don't beat me to it, I might be the one to propose. I might be because I just am that bitch. I really am. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and jump into our friendship quiz. Mm. This turned into the episode that got hijacked by the importance of, of Valentine's Day outside of love, which I'm here for. I think that's <laughs> yes. so important. And self-love. And we're going to do a few whatever questions. Whatever else we talked about. Yes, exactly. let's do a few questions. Oh my God, I realized that. Okay, so um, I will pose the question and we can take turns answering. And it's just going to be essentially kind of like a, how well do we know each other? Okay. Type questions. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I copied like, God, what is it? Like about 36 questions. We're not going to do all 36. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like go through all of these questions. I looked at some of them. So I'm just going to ask the ones that I think are appropriate. And as I'm feeling inspired, I might ask a few other ones. Okay. Okay. So, um, first of all, what color are my eyes? They are, you like to call them dark chocolate. So they are dark chocolate. And then without looking at you, I will say your eyes are black right they're black brown. yeah okay. they're okay. they're brown but they they come off as black if i'm like i can sit here and be like they're brown guys but everybody watching this podcast is like what is she talking about they're same like same for me that's why i call them dark chocolate because they're like mm-hmm. brown but they look black mm-hmm. okay that was not even a question i just kind of wanted to do that all right um we're gonna start with a with a with a dark one what, okay what am i most afraid of I think there's a variety of, of answers, but feel free okay. to go very real with this. Very, very okay, real Okay, with okay, okay. Let me try to like, think. Remember, I'm an open book, so, you know. I'm trying to think. It's because what I originally thought was um, your fear. You faced it, your biggest fear. And I was like, never mind then. That's not your biggest fear. Um, but you could tell the audience what it was because there was one. I orig- originally I would I would have said clowns, but she actually faced her fear of clowns, and that that's not longer the biggest. I still fear. I so still I'm kind of struggle with it, but like I used to have panic attacks just from seeing them, like for real. Yeah, it was, it was really really bad. 
Yeah, but she's like been doing so great with that. Like honestly, like we have been to like you know Spirit during Halloween time, and there's clowns all over the place, and she's not scared at all. So you know what? It's like yeah, it, I'd say that's like off the table now. I'm gonna say death. I'm gonna say you're afraid of dying. No, 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 girl. Right. I'm suicidal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not, not right say now. Um, yeah. Not right now, but no, I. I... <laughs> I, yeah I, I really wanted to die um I'm actually not afraid of death <laughs> true, true. Um, I'm not afraid of death um I will answer yours while you actually no uh, do you want to give it another try or do you want me to tell you what I am most let me afraid? let me try to think I'm like okay if it's not something physical like dying because I know you have that thing where you like you prepare for the worst case scenario and the worst case scenario like, obviously it would be someone harming but you why do I uh, why do I prepare for the worst case scenario why what about that makes me afraid? You, you are. I, I said it to earlier to be able. You are afraid to not be able to defend yourself. Um, is that is that what it is? Close. Control. Am, there it is. You're afraid, afraid to lose I'm, control. I'm afraid to lose control. That is my biggest fear. Okay. It it takes power okay. of a lot of things. I am so afraid to lose control of a situation. So I mm-hmm. um, that is also sometimes why I stay quiet because I don't know what will happen if I speak up in a situation and I'm not sure that I can control that. I like to be in control. Mm -hmm. I do really like, I don't like to control people, but I do, I have that fear of losing control of myself, losing control of a situation. I am obsessed with worst case scenario so that I can Mm -hmm. gain control however I can in a situation. And that's in control of like my safety and control of like, I'm very afraid of losing control. Mm -hmm. That's one I'm working on as well. That one's really hard for me. Um, I would You're say, right. wow. I would say your biggest fear, hmm, I think, I feel like there's one deeper than this, but I'm inclined to say mm-hmm. throw up. There definitely is one deeper than that. Um, um yeah, but I, I think, think it's, or, or like, or, or like medical procedures. Um, I no. don't know why I think that dying might be it. That's it. It's dying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, dying is one of them. Yeah. Uh, I, cause uh, the rationale behind that is I love to live. Uh, I love to be alive and I love to be able to do all the things that I can while I'm alive. Mm-hmm. And if I die, what happens then? And I yeah. know that there's comfort in death. Like where do we go here? Or like, no, there's all these things. But to me, it makes you think, ah, oh, I would really, if I died today, I would really miss even just listening to music. Yeah. I would really miss I- being able to. I can understand that. I'm not afraid of the reason I don't say I'm afraid of death because like you, I can understand why you thought I was afraid of death because Mm -hmm. I don't actually want to die, even though sometimes I've wanted to die, but because I grew up with someone who you could not even say someone was getting older. And so that taught me to get over that, to be okay Mm -hmm. with, with the unknown. Um, but I, I've, I grew up with someone who you could not talk about people dying. You could not talk about Mm -hmm. getting older. You couldn't talk about having to go to, it was to the point where they couldn't, we couldn't talk about them going to school the next year because they felt like it was closer to dying. Like every year that passed. That's a a hard one. So I I don't know if that one go. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had it to that intense phobia, but definitely I I do have that fear thing or that sadness here whenever uh, it's about dying or whenever I think to myself, damn, if I, and again, sometimes I, that thought comes into my brain sometimes as I'm driving and it's raining. And mm-hmm. I think, 
I'd be so sad if my car like swerved off the road right now. And this is, this is how I die. Like I would, I, so I always have that in it. I think that's one of those things that definitely I think death is the deeper one. Uh, the emetophobia, the fear of throwing up. That's actually, yeah, that's actually the thing guys. Like, yeah, I have a fear of people throwing up. What's funny about that is talk about the control, right? Um, apparently emetophobia is something that usually stems from control too, because uh, I, and I don't, I don't have fear of someone throwing up because that also is bad. Uh, I fear of throw up in general. I personally don't want to throw up either. Mm -hmm. And that's because you can't control it, right? You can't control if you're going to throw up. You can't control, you can't suppress it. You can't, it happens, it's happening. And I don't like that. And that's where the actual issue comes from. And same with other people. I'm not in control if the other person throws up or not. So it like triggers me too. So yeah, that is, I'd say that one was a very close one, but the deeper one is definitely death. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next question. Um, what has been my, what would I consider to be my greatest accomplishment? Okay. (laughs) Your greatest accomplishment is getting divorced. Yes. Uh, Yeah. yeah. You chose yourself. You chose yourself. I, I, I was actually about to give it away by saying, and people would think this is controversial. Uh, no, I know already because you because again there you've had a lot of accomplishments but you would say the biggest accomplishment you had was getting divorced and I think it's just what you said it's symbolic to you you chose yourself you you saved yourself you know and so I think uh I think that was uh, that's significant and of course that's your biggest accomplishment yeah, I, yeah. I also view it that way too something that I don't talk about I for whatever reason this was on my mind this morning it was on my mind mm. it was really really heavy on my mind um, mm-hmm. And it was the, um, it's, it's funny how when you're in an abusive relationship, the abuse can be mm-hmm. so intense that even when you're no longer in the relationship, you're still, they still have control over you. You're still afraid because I have been afraid to say those words in relation to my marriage. And I thought about that a lot this morning. I thought about that, like I, I thought about that a lot and how, how I always get so scared. Mm-hmm. We're not going to dive into that today, but I always, and, and what that means, because I should note there, are, see, this is that, that, that control happening right now too, because I'm going to say that there's, there's many different versions of abuse, almost like, why am I still protecting them? Like, mm-hmm. why am I protecting I think- them? Like, but yeah, no, that, that is my biggest accomplishment because I walked the fuck away Mm -hmm. from an abusive relationship. I chose myself first. I chose to love myself and I am so much happier. And, you know, unfortunately I I was a bit depressed this year, but it was, it it had a lot to do. It had to do with other things, but it did Mm -hmm. have some to do with coming to terms with finally accepting that that was my reality. I didn't want to accept it because it made me fearful of what that meant. And mm-hmm. it, and it meant a lot of things. And it's, yeah, it's been a huge accomplishment because it is, it has changed me for the better. It has made me grow. It has brought me so much light and love for myself and my life. Like that is, yeah, hell yeah. I agree. I would say your biggest accomplishment. I'm not sure if I'm right about this one, but I feel like you might say that this is your biggest accomplishment. And I feel like it sounds like a, yeah, duh, kind of Mm -hmm. thing. But I would say your biggest accomplishment is your BA in psychology. Yeah, 
Uh, I'd say definitely. I think that that's fair. In my head, where I was thinking, do I have a biggest accomplishment? But I'm like, yeah, I'd say that because for me, uh, school, like I always talk about school being like, it was pretty easy for me. But what I would say is one of the things that is symbolic to me is definitely my BA. And I know people say, oh, well, like everybody gets a BA. It was symbolic because a lot of things happened while, uh, you know, while I was in school. A lot of hard things and bad things in my life happened. And I still pushed through and I did it by myself because I never had anyone help me. I never had anyone, uh, I never had guidance from like a counselor or like, no, that I should be, you know, I should have asked for help and everything, but you know, for whatever reason I never did. And, but point is that the fact that I was still able to put myself through school, you know, having nobody help me, nobody tell, nobody helped me out with college apps. Nobody ever helped me out with what I should do. You know, what major should I go for? It was completely, it was a ship completely sailed by me. Uh, I sailed that ship by myself. And, you know, at the end, you get your BA and everything. So the BA to me, yeah, I told myself to school, but what it, sim- what it uh, symbolizes for me is what's most important is that it's something that I did by myself. I didn't have anybody help me with that. And it was, uh, I had to figure it out on my own because I was the first in this house to go um, in my household to go to university. Um, so I didn't even have anyone guide me there or tell me what I, what I should be looking for. How do I transfer to a university? How do I? So yeah, I'm the first in my family to have a BA and I had to navigate that on my own. Um, you know, all my, and I always thought, I always felt so, I, I felt like, you know, my, my biggest accomplishment, but I always felt like it was uh, our biggest accomplishment as my family and stuff because uh, they worked hard to really try to put me through school. And, uh, you know, it's a, we, we really came from nothing. So it was a very big accomplishment. So yeah, I definitely would say my BA in psychology is my biggest accomplishment. Yeah. Nice. Isn't it crazy how our biggest accomplishments are things that we felt like we did on our own, like how much doing something for yourself can really make you feel extremely fulfilled. Yeah, it was something that, yeah, because I in de- I was very, and nobody steered me in any way. Like I said, like, I was very independent. It made me feel very independent of my own future and what I wanted to do. And again, it gave me a lot of control over what I, where, what I wanted to do because I had nobody help me. So I was completely in charge of my own destiny. And mm-hmm. it was great. So yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Okay, next question. This one's not mm-hmm. on the list. I just thought of it. I was like, this is hilarious. I like yeah. this one. If, okay, so you have alcoholics, drug addicts, things like that. People have Uh addictions. What is, if you had to pick something as my addiction, what would you say is my addiction? (laughs) I feel like just say whatever you want. I have have two. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm open. I don't know what you're going to say, but I get the feeling. Go ahead. Well, actually, could I narrow it down to, you know what, I could narrow it down to one because I feel like the second one, which I'll get into, it is a deviation from that first one. Attention. Attention. Yeah, Uh, because originally I was, um, sorry about that. Uh, No worries, you're good. Okay, sorry. Um, But yeah, originally I was going to say sex, (laughs) but I think that, (laughs) yeah, I was going to say, I think that was a form of, I think that was a form of like uh, attention as well, because that is a, a deviation. So I was, I think it stems from like attention and not like, you know, like, again, uh, the, I guess I've had to pick something. I feel like you seem very fulfilled by like, like, you know, attention and stuff like that. And so I think that that whenever something fulfills you a lot, I think that is also a slippery slope into like addiction. So that's what I would pick. Yeah, I would pick yeah, that. Yeah, I think that you're right because yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. I was going to say, um, God, what the fuck was I going to say? What am I addicted to? Um, you're gonna say work or something maybe yeah work or hair dye 
No. <laughs> it would have been one. Oh my, my god, ear. something from so Huh? You were you were picking things that are so like surface level and I really was like deep stuff. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I had a feeling you were gonna say sex. Okay. <laughs> that's why I was like, that's why I was like, you know what? Be open. It's fine. Um, no, okay. So the 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 but addiction to attention, yeah, a hundred percent. Because I like I was talking about earlier, I go all out for people. The reason I it's not that I want to be the center of attention. That's not it. Mm-hmm. It's that when people give me attention, I want more. I feed mm-hmm. off of it. I love, I love the feeling I get from, oh no, I do love it. I love it so much. I love it when people are just so needy and clingy towards me to an extent, to an extent mm-hmm. as Aquarius, right? Um, but it just makes me feel special. Yeah. You I, seem I, very fulfilled. I, yeah. I like, I like to make people feel special. So when people are like, I want to give you all of my time, attention and adoration when someone remembers me and it doesn't even have to be like hella shit. It could just be like on my birthday, you made a post about me or something. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. it makes me feel really special. It makes me feel like, like someone, I always feel so insignificant. I always feel so forgotten no matter how loud and out there I am. I still feel mm-hmm. that way. So yeah. I, wow. That's a, you know what I was going to say for you? <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> shopping. Yeah. <laughs> What's she, always, she always wants me to enable her shopping, but I'm not an enabler. So I sometimes I'm like, okay, Daniela, pull from the bag of Jennifer. What would Jennifer say to her to enable herself? <laughs> yeah. Not an enabler. She always, she girl, she always is like, I went to the store and bought 500 things that I didn't need. And mm-hmm. I'm going to return half of them. And then goes, yes. Like, buys 500 more things it's, yeah it's, it's that it's dangerous actually i have a item right here that i bought it has makeup on it guys so don't judge me i did not need this but i wanted it it's a little blender and it's called the marshmallow blender this is marketing at its finest i understand this is just a square cylindrical like <laughs> cylindrical like blender but it just it got me it's light pink it looks like a marshmallow yeah this is one of the things that happened I went to return something at Ulta and came back with this and came back with this and a couple of other things too so yeah that, that I would tell that was an easy one I think that one was like obviously it's material things or shopping mm-hmm. yeah yeah also we should clarify that we don't think that there's anything wrong with the addictions that we have I don't think that yeah. there's anything wrong with again you said you said if we had if we had to pick an addiction exactly yeah, so. exactly exactly. Yeah. exactly like okay so <clears throat> next part Describe mm-hmm. my perfect day. Okay, your perfect day. Okay. So usually you try to have your perfect days or a, the, the day that I'm taking the structure from is actually a birthday because I know you try to do have the perfect day on your birthday. So okay, I'm taking yeah. the structure from that. Okay. So your perfect day would include some kind of physical activity because you like physical activities you like hiking or something like that right like something that's either outdoorsy or like a physical activity that's like really fulfills you and you like because you like movement and stuff like that so definitely a day that includes that I don't think that your perfect day would not include either dance or hiking or walking or going for like some kind of physical activity Um, so yes I would say your perfect day includes physical activity good food because you love food too and you, you you're a good foodie so yeah definitely like you uh, involve like your favorite food or good food food that because you don't I don't think you you say you're picky but I actually feel like you don't discriminate that much. I used to think I was picky but the problem was that we didn't deviate from a lot of the things that we had at my house so we didn't mm-hmm. have much of a variety so once I became a foodie I realized oh I'm not picky I just wasn't exposed to very much as a kid and it just so happened that the stuff that was at my house it just so happened I didn't like a lot of it. 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, so, mom. Yeah. I love you, mom. <laughs> right? And so, like, I, so, yes, I would say, you know, food that you like or you love. Because you I say you like a lot of food. So, yeah. That's what else would it include? Attention, like we just talked about. It would include attention, adoration. Um, it would include your best, your outfit or your look that you feel your best self in. Because I think that definitely is important to you to look how you like to look, whether that is, you know, like light makeup, whether that is full B, whether that's a bomb outfit, whether that's whatever you feel, but that an outfit that you feel or a look that you feel comfortable and you feel your best self in. What else would it include? It would include <laughs> another one, some spiritual shit. It would include some kind of like <laughs> spiritual shit, some kind of like, yeah, I don't know what else to describe it as because I'm not spiritual. Like, so yeah, I would include some like spiritual shit, like some kind of meditation, some kind of like, yeah, that kind of stuff. It would include that. What else did it include? You could pull in my addiction. Oh, it would include sex. <laughs> Your girl loves that. birthdays. Yeah. Would include that. Uh, what else? Um, that's all I can think of. Yeah, that's the special mm-hmm. day with because see, I noticed that I didn't put gifts in there because I think that goes along with I think again the adoration and attention stuff. I think again the Facebook post yeah. or the little Instagram post. I, do I think I think the only part you were missing is because I'm an extrovert. It would include my favorite people. Oh yeah, I forgot. It people. would include my yeah. family. <laughs> of course, I overlooked that. Adriana. It would include. It would include a dinner. It would include, because normally on the day of my birthday, I have a dinner. And now that I'm in the Latin dance scene, it also includes going out and dancing, if possible. Physical activity. Yeah. Yeah. But, but a different physical activity because dancing Uh for me, isn't like my physical activity. Mm -hmm. It's like my release, but that's pretty spot on. That's, I, that's, that's really, really spot on. I, that's, I, that's, that's the plan for the day of my birthday. (laughs) I'm trying to figure that out. Um, I might actually go live on WAF or on something the day of my birthday because I kind of want to just like celebrate with y'all I'm not sure yet mm-hmm. we'll find out by then um your perfect day yes like, this one I think is a little harder because it's yes it's definitely outside of my comfort and the general people's comfort zone but um I almost wanted to say that you would sleep in but then I'm like no she's kind of a morning person so I think that you would mm-hmm. get up at a moderate time that you have rested well enough Yes. And you would go get, I'd go to bed early. <laughs> yes. You'd go to bed early the yeah. night before so that you can still get up early and take mm-hmm. advantage of the day. Um, mm-hmm. But yours would not be a social. I think that you would go have breakfast, but you would get like a Starbucks or something, or maybe your favorite, like you'd go to Bear Claw and get your favorite breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, you would put on not just one outfit, you would have yourself a whole fashion show on a mm-hmm. day that you're feeling good about your body and good about your skin. Your perfect day would include you mm-hmm. not feeling any kind of body dysmorphia because I, I know I know that for you that can really and it, I I've felt it too personally. It can really ruin someone's day, and yes. so so you would not be feeling body dysmorphic. You would mm-hmm. put on multiple outfits. Uh, you would listen to music. Let's see what else the hell would you do? Now I think you would also go to to uh, Animal Crossing while and be by yourself. <laughs> yes, um, I think it would it oh it would involve some good cheese meh. Your perfect day would involve some good cheese And I'm not talking about talking about that cheese I would say your good day would experience that cheese And I'm not going to talk about what kind of cheese that is because, you know, that's your prerogative, but it would involve some good cheese And then it would also involve, it would also involve a phone call with me afterwards to talk and dissect the fuck out of that cheese 
Um, I think that it would be a day that you have like chocolates and sweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it would be a great hair day. Um, I don't actually think you would go out like necessarily. I don't mm-hmm. see your perfect day being a day where you're like, oh, I went to this. Oh, you might go shopping. That's if you do anything, you would go shopping on your great day. You would get some really cute outfits. You would get all of these things that you like. You would, you would, you would only vamp up further the pink palace and then exist in the pink palace alone. Agreed. So honestly, I'd say you're pretty spot on. The sweets was spot on. Because and also getting something like my favorite breakfast thing by myself agreed because yeah I would go to Bear Claw and get my favorite things that I get my favorite like I usually okay so on in my in the, my, per, my perfect day in my brain let's say my birthday right what I would yeah. do is I would get up by myself and go to where I think to myself where is the best chai I've ever had mm-hmm. what's where is the best uh food that I personally like no matter if it's plain or whatever right like what's the food that I like that I love and so like I would think you know Bear Claw they have a panini that I like and they have a chai that I like. Mm-hmm. And so that's my favorite place to always go. I actually haven't had it in a long time. I realized that when you said that, I was like, oh, I haven't had it in a long time. Mm-hmm. But that's where I'd go because that is the best chai I've ever had. And one of the best little like eating things that I genuinely enjoy eating because uh, I think I've talked about this before that sometimes I do struggle with like eating and stuff. Um, that's like a had that's on picky eating and also on eating disorder things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely like have I struggle eating sometimes. And that's one of the one of the meals that I would definitely have and not have to feel like any kind of way I have and I genuinely enjoy it. So I would do that. I agree with you. Multiple outfits. Yes, for multiple activities, because you best believe I would to go shopping. The only thing about downside about shopping is the Animal Crossing uh, thing too. I wish I could shop alone. There's a lot of people in stores. And that's the one thing that makes me be like, okay, if I went shopping, I'd have to really think about where I'm It would have to be while, well, see, um, for whatever reason, the perfect mm-hmm. day, you also wouldn't be working that day. And you yes. would do that shopping during people's work hours. It would exactly. be a weekday. Your perfect day would not be a weekend. It would no. be a weekday so that you could avoid people more. Yeah, so that I could- Whereas my perfect day would be a weekend so yeah, that I could perfect- see all the people I want to see. Yeah, so my perfect day, if I had to put it in a, a name to my perfect days, are Fridays. If you guys are wondering why I feel good Friday, Friday is my favorite day because it's close to the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. But um, it's a weekend. It's a solo weekday. So it's like an, I'm still alone. So if I go to the store, I'm alone. Mm-hmm. And like it's one of my favorite days is Friday. So, yeah. yeah. No, my perfect day is a Saturday. That's why we don't work that day because <laughs> feel good Fridays yeah the days that I feel the best are Fridays because yeah it's I can do this plan I can do this because it won't be anyone because see I would I could even go to the outdoors and there's no people it'll be like Animal Crossing where I went out I was outdoors there but I was away from people so yeah that's like one of my favorite things I definitely think you're pretty spot on um the only thing that I was like wavering on was the um the shopping things I'm like ah it depends on what day it is because I wouldn't go shopping if it's crowded I will not go I don't care um but you know I will have multiple outfits like for the breakfast outfit I'm, I'm wearing a chill something chill. I definitely, for breakfast, I'm, I'm going to do something like this, like no makeup and whatever. And then for me to go shopping and go to TJ Maxx, I'm going to throw on the outfits, even though I'm going nowhere just to go shop. I'm going to throw on the outfit to go shop. <laughs> so yes, I agree with you. I think you're pretty spot on with that one too. Oh yes, but the one thing you did miss out, I just saw it in my camera right now, is my plants. I spent some, I spent some time. Oh, that's true. I it's my bad. I forgot. Out of sight, out of mind. You know, we haven't yeah. talked about them so much these days. Yeah, I'd spend some time with them. Probably play some music for them. Probably set them on. This is, this sounds crazy, guys. I know this, what I'm about to reveal is crazy. All right. So what I did, I believe at some point during the pandy. Oh, I did it for Halloween. I did it for Halloween. I had a Halloween party in here. And you know who my guests were? Were my plushies. 
and my plants. I moved them around. I sat them in different sat them in different parts of my room. I know y'all are like, she's crazy. No, I sat so them cute. in different parts of, of the room. And we, you know, I had made cupcakes for obviously for me, right? And they were they were at my Halloween party. So yeah, that's what I would do. I'd probably rearrange them and put them in different places so that I feel like I'm I'm at a party. But the great thing about plushies and plants, ooh, plushies and plants, I like that. Uh, they don't talk. So <laughs> I don't gotta that talk is to them. the most introverted thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I'm an extrovert, but like I low key hate people, so like I can understand that. Um, yeah. Okay, dope. Next question. Um, it's a deviation from a question I just saw. Okay. If um, your house was burning, if my house was burning down, the question is: if your house was burning down, and mm-hmm. you could only take three things. Actually, let's let's give it a little more. Five mm-hmm. things. You mm-hmm. only had time to grab five things. What are the five things that I would grab? Okay. So are we, okay. Thing. Not including, house. not including pets, I should say. Okay. Okay. I'll say not including grab pets. candy. I'm like, I know you'd grab candy. So, yeah. all right. What would you grab? All right. So for sure, first two off the bat, we can combine them into one or the first two things, your phone, computer. Cause that's work stuff. And you, even in a burning, burning down situation, you'd be like work. I have the video to edit. I got the dance stuff. <laughs> You're no. right. You're so right. I didn't even think of that, but I was like, oh, she's so right. Work stuff. Right. You would grab that work stuff, whether that's like, no, the phone, I'm um, the phone or the computer for sure. For sure. Everything else go and can go. But like, as long as you got the work that you need, you're going to grab that. So then the other three things, this is a harder one. I don't know what you would grab in a burning house. Cause this is another thing y'all should know. She's, we talked about Daniela liking gifts, but she really doesn't like material things. I can't be like, you I have, have a lot of things, butter, but I, I can not. live without most of them. Yeah. But like, I have, like, yeah. I have the three things in my head. I would never be like, you would grab your like so favorite sweater. You would not, uh, you let that burn. Um, so let me try to think, what would you grab? sentimental value sentimental value mm-hmm. right, that you could not replace feel free to speak some things in code if for whatever reason i don't you know okay um i'm trying to think of sent- sentimental value what could you not replace what have i think keyword that is that is key yeah what I'm, could you not replace everything else i'm like i could replace that you could you'd let everything burn down except for these three things these three things i'm like okay you grab your phone computer and then what would you grab that you couldn't replace I'm trying to think of all the things you have. And let's assume that my computer has the hard drive attached to it. Let's assume, yeah, let's assume that when a computer, I mean the wires too, like all your chargers and everything. Yeah. So like all that, the phone charger too, that and comes in with the work stuff. So mm-hmm. you would definitely grab those two things. What could you not replace? I'm trying to think of the things you have hanging in your room, the things you have around you on your, oh, you'd grab Elmo. Yes. I, you'd save him. You definitely would save him. I've had um, almost since my first birthday. You think I'm gonna let him go? Hell, I would absolutely be devastated. <laughs> I would cry like a little fucking baby. If he burned, yeah. So you're not letting him burn. So you would grab him. Um, that's three years. We have two more things. Sentimental value. What do you have that or that was given to you that? Um, I'm not sure about this one because I feel like you could replace it if you really wanted to. Pictures? There's a specific one and I, yeah, a specific picturesque thing. Picturesque. So it's not a picture. Picturesque. Um, damn, this is so hard. I'm trying to think. Uh, Okay. Um, We're going to, 
deviate from the pictures uh, because I'm like, I don't think I can think of the pictures. Okay. I'm trying to think of your desk area. What would you grab from the desk area? Would you grab something practical? <laughs> ah, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, what about dance stuff? But you could replace that too. Save again. This is the hard yeah. part. Oh, 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 your journals. You'd grab your journals. You cannot replace those. So last thing is, okay, last thing you gotta think of. Yep. You'd grab your journal. thing you gotta think of. Yeah, it's the picturesque thing. What would that be? I'm trying to think of all the things hanging in your room. Um, and the pictures in your room. Do you want me to give it to you? Uh, yeah, give it to me because I don't know that Okay. One. Yeah. You see, I almost want to say all of my pictures, but mm -hmm. I have way too many pictures and mm -hmm. that's not five things. So if I had to pick a picture that I absolutely could not live without because I cannot have it replaced, mm -hmm. it's um, it's the little dish thing that we got for when my grandma passed away that's broken. Oh. You remember um, it got my ex accidentally broke it. It was an accident, uh -huh. it was an accident but it fell down and it broke. And, um, I was heartbroken. I cried and it's still, it's still the picture itself is intact, but the rest of it is kind of messed up. I would grab that. I would grab my grandmother's picture that one I would absolutely be devastated. Yeah. And with my journals, hell yeah, I ha actually hadn't thought about all of my journals, um, but I would grab all of my journals, but there is one specific journal that I would absolutely cry if I didn't. It's it's a journal that I'm like currently working on. It's very special to me. It's very near and dear to my heart. And um, I would be devastated if that journal um, got lost in a fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's what I think you- Yeah, because everything else I can replace. When you said dance you stuff, I was like, I could buy all of that stuff again. You could buy it again. I, I almost, when you said the work stuff, I thought, I, oh my God, all of my equipment. But I was like, I could just buy all of that. But you're right, my phone- because my whole life is on here. So that's mm -hmm. my workaholic ways makes me want to get my phone so that I could also, yeah. it's like a, and then my laptop, because there's a lot of things on here too, including the video from my grandmother's funeral, which I need Ooh. to put on my hard drive. Yeah. 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 So like a little fly around here. I was like, what is this? <laughs> no, you're um, good. Yeah. For you, that's your five things, one. your five things. I think that you would definitely grab something from your grandma's altar that you made. Whether that's like the main picture, I think that you would also grab. I think you have a cadenita mm -hmm. that is like it's either your from your grandma or your mom. Mm -hmm. I think that you would grab that. Um, are we are we including plants in your in in the pets thing? Um, damn, because I would say your plants. Is I, definitely of course, another. I definitely okay. If I could only save one. Oh, if you could only save one, you'd save the first one. Yeah, you'd save the first one, which I can't remember their name. Right Valentina. Valentina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you would save, yeah. If Valentina. you could only save one, you would save the first one. Mm -hmm. um, that's three things, right? Yeah. Um, so I think you would also, I feel like you would also grab one of your plushies. Um, yes. A specific and, thing. Yeah. Um, I'd be oh. so sad if the other ones burned too, but a specific yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I know which specific one, but I'm not uh -huh. gonna out that plushie like that because I don't yeah. you know, I don't want the rest of your plushies to get jealous. But I think we both know which plushie that is yeah. for yeah, a similar be, reason I, to my journal yeah. reasons. <laughs> I, I would be yes, I would be sad if the other ones burned too, like Rilakuma. I I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna be devastated. I'd be devastated, but I can replace Rilakuma. I can just buy him again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, so, and I need is it one more thing that I need? Yes, you got four right there, yeah. 
Oh God, what else would you, this is the hard one. I don't know. I like my brain almost wants to say that you would grab something. Uh, no, I was going to say something fashion wise, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I don't know that you have a sentimental attachment to you love your clothes, but I don't know if there's a piece of clothing that has such sentimental attachment mm-hmm. that you would grab it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I'm trying to think of the other things that you have. I just thought of something that I would grab, but I'm like, no, nah, you could replace that. <laughs> uh, I thought of a couple of things, but I was like, technically she could replace them. So she'd be okay with them. She's talking yeah. about my toys, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out myself. I'm a grown woman. She's talking about my toys. I could replace those, but I would be devastated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the fifth one is. What would the fifth one be? And am I all spot on at all with any of these? yeah you are definitely with the gram i would grab my grandma's picture i would um and then this this is when she's talking about the little the little chain that i always wear this was a gift from my grandma um so this i would absolutely grab this um if i wasn't already wearing it but i would absolutely of course i'd grab it oh is the fifth thing a gift from your mom trying to think if there's a specific gift that i would grab that was yeah the only reason i didn't think of the pictures of my mom was because she's still alive yeah, because same. So I, I can still I, get I things from her. Would, yeah, I don't think there was a specific gift that my mom gave me. My mom has given me a lot of gifts. I don't know if there's a specific <laughs> gift that I would that I would actually. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I tried to imagine you grabbing. I know that you wouldn't grab this, but I uh-huh. tried to imagine your little self grabbing your TV. <laughs> And it just made me laugh so definitely. much, but you would not grab it. You would not definitely grab it. not. That, uh, I'm not about to struggle to get no, not that. Um, I think. <laughs> But I'm trying to think, like, would I grab something practical? I might actually grab my, actually, I would grab my phone. I'd grab my phone. Oh, duh, yeah. Yeah. Because actually, like, yeah, there's videos, sentimental videos on there. And I know it sounds so, like, you know, millennial to say I'm going to grab the phone. But, yeah, there's sentimental things on there. And whatever I need, whatever picture gets burned it's not. It's not so much, even for me, it's, uh, Mm -hmm. yes, it is the, um, okay, every time, because I've lost my phone many times, Mm -hmm. y'all, unfortunately. And the devastation is never that I lost my phone. Like I can replace it. The devastation is the things that I forgot to back up. The things that I didn't get to back up yet. I once lost all of the pictures from my grandmother, my other grandmother's funeral. And I was devastated. I was devastated. Or like, yeah. yeah, Or even like the responsibility of work in here and Mm -hmm. being like, I don't have those pictures anymore. Like I love pictures. I need to start printing more because I'm just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Cause same with my my grandma's pictures. If I ever want to recover the pictures, they're in here. So I need need to to start backing the other, the other last thing. Cause I know we talked about whether plants was as pets and everything. Um, but, uh, the other thing I would grab, this is a simple one, but it's just, it it makes a world of a difference. I'd grab my glasses. Oh, grab my glasses. I need to be able to see. You'd be so blind. You're right. Yeah, that's so, practical. Yeah. I, I grab them. Yeah, that's why I definitely follow the th- the two things that I would have next to me would definitely be glasses, phone. Grab them at the same time. Yeah, because that's what I grab because I need to be able to getting them. I mean, I can I can get them replaced, but damn, I don't want to, and I don't want to be able to drive or whatever it is that I need to do to get out of this house. Yeah, to be able to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that okay. was pretty good. Should we do one more? Um, yes, let's do one more. Let's see. Mm. Um, I was trying to decide between these two. Okay, I'll let you decide which question we answer. Okay, I answer both anyway. One of them was what drives me crazy, or the other one was where is it? Um, where the fuck did it go? Where is it? If nope, nope. Okay, the other one. In, I'm trying to figure out a version of this that I'd like to use. The question itself is, if I could be an animal, which would I be? Uh-huh. But I almost want to rephrase that, if I could be anyone, 
who would I be? That's hard. Yeah. Okay. So maybe do we want to do the animal version of that or do we want to do? If it could be anyone. I don't know if there's something. Or you could be anything. Okay. But maybe anything. If you could be anything and that means like who you, who you see yourself as. Yeah. Who would you be? What is you, what is your full adult self look like? Okay. What does your full that adult one? self look like? Yeah. Okay. Your full adult self looks like uh, like um, Daniela. Like it definitely looks like you right now, I'd say. This is what you, I think your full adult self would look like you right now, at least physically. Maybe the hair color will not, will be different. <laughs> the hair color probably would be different. Or uh, we don't know. The hair color for right now is just a question mark because we don't know what you would think in that time uh, or what you would like. So the hair color will be colored, but definitely another, you know, like uh, different yeah. some so color be some color yeah so it would be the hair but the same but a haircut yes you'd have short hair like this um let me see you would be wearing something revealing but that you're comfortable in hmm. uh something that is like because i know you like to wear your outfits where you feel like like a bad bitch right you'd be wearing a bad bitch outfit but something that you're comfortable in too you know and i mean like you know whatever that means whatever uh the fits or whatever that means and so i think that you'd wear something like that um what else who would your full adult self look like yeah and like what would she be doing in her life in her life her life look like so her life would look like she would she would have that dance center open uh open and running and she would also have like some kind of center on the side that helps people out like some on some sociology stuff and what she would look like is she would run from this center the sociology one the stuff with the helping people out she'd run from this one to the dance one and then she'd like be all over the place she'd be running between them and fixing things and you know you would sometimes grace people with your presence they'd be like oh this is this is Daniela this is the creator of our dance center and then you'd be like oh hi guys I'm just I'm just checking out the class or whatever just you going in there to see what people are doing not to micromanage just because you genuinely like to see it so i think you'd see the, the center for the arts you'd probably pop in in a couple of classes or things that are happening just to see what's happening uh, that would be you um and then what you got how else would you do you also would be super fulfilled as some like world-renowned dancer you know not only do you have your center you know your centers for the arts and also that other thing that i don't know what that would be uh that other program mission program like a non-profit know. something yeah some kind of non-profit that kind of other thing you got going on you know have those two but also i think you'd be like super world renowned it's like a dancer um or like really like yeah you'd have your dance career really flourishing and up there um and i think this is how i also picture i picture you in like your bad bitch outfit but then i also picture you on some naturey shit <laughs> I picture you like, um, yeah, popping in between these places, wearing some kind of naturey stuff, like some kind of thing, like you just came back from a hike or like a run or some kind of active thing. Um, yeah, that, that's what that's what I picture picture you as, and you're a, a full adult self. <laughs> Thanks. You know, yeah. um, I almost feel bad about the one thing that I think you missed because I almost yeah. when I when we started describing it, I was like, why uh-huh. do I picture that? Like, I almost feel guilty about wanting this, but maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel guilty about wanting this. I, um, okay. I want to state that the next thing I'm going to say, mm-hmm. it's not something I need to be happy uh-huh. at all. It's not like my life's goal, uh-huh. but I think that, um, if life presents itself in this way, mm-hmm. I'd like to try again. I'd like to do this. Oh, I, family. I do picture myself married. I do yeah. myself because I would like to marry again. Like that is, I don't need to though. I will say that yeah. I don't need to find someone to be happy, but 
if I mean so meet someone, I'm not going to run away. You know, like yeah. I, I would like, I think I'd like to have it. And I, and, and, you know, I'm always saying like, I don't know if I want to have kids or not. Um, but I think the truth is that I do know, and that I do definitely want to have kids. I am a very maternal person. You are. And, um, that doesn't mean that that has to happen. Like, I don't have a time frame to that because I'm also someone who is really passionate about adoption. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I'm not closed off to the idea that maybe I'll have my kids later in my life or something like that. So I picture myself with a home. Mm-hmm. I also picture myself traveling. I picture myself yeah. as someone who travels because I always really wanted to travel. I just haven't had the money to do so. Mm-hmm. So okay, I, I like that. Yeah. I definitely, well, the family one, that one definitely, I think it's because like I said, like in your list of goals, it's not a goal that's presently on like the table and stuff. So that's why I completely, like, like completely. It's not something I, I yeah. focus my energy on. And, that, and that's why I forgot that, it. Yeah. That I would, I would like, I would yeah. like again, but it's not something I'm searching for per se. You know, it's not I think something that's what it that, is, yeah. that I need to be happy, but I think if I had it, I'd be happy about it. You know yeah. what I mean? If I it so serves too. me, I'd, I'd be happy about it. But it's not something I'm like, oh, I have to find a person, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, so that, like, I feel that like the- store, what you said is very accurate, but there's also an alternate version. Yes, I like it. And I like the, I also like both versions. Also, too, it might, I might, it also might look like not married and with kids because I'm also yeah. not confined to the idea of having a spouse being the reason why I have kids. I'm actually very open to maybe I'm not going to get married again someday. Maybe that doesn't happen for me. And maybe I'm going to adopt children because I would. That's why I said family. Yeah. To have a family because a family can be anything. Yeah. Yeah. For you, Mm -hmm. I think that you would have your, you would already be graduated. All Mm -hmm. of your school stuff would be done. I think you'd have your clinic you'd Mm -hmm. have, and it'd be something local, very community service. Um, for low-income families to be accessible to low-income families. It would be yeah. accessible to the Latinx community. There'd be, I think your focus is you want it to be like family therapy yeah. type stuff. So you would definitely be doing that. Um, I think that you would have helped your family buy a home. Yeah. You'd give your family a, why does that make me emotional? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that so I, in case y'all were wondering earlier, like what is she meant by empath? This is what she meant. Uh, what's happening now that she's talking about me? Yeah, I'm talking about you buying your family a home and it's making me that's hella funny. I'm like I my eyes are swelling with tears, dude. I think that you would you would buy your family a home. Mm-hmm. You would buy them a home. And yeah. You know, I don't know that you would still be living at that home or if you mm-hmm. would be married. I don't see you as someone who um, at, because you're demisexual, it's not really something mm-hmm. that, 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 that is so focused and centered on your life, like the rest of us, mm-hmm. um, but maybe you, maybe, and, and I don't necessarily see you with a family because I know that's not something that you necessarily, um, it's not something that you as actively think about as like, for example, yeah. me, it's not something yeah. that you necessarily desire. I think for you, that kind of comes along with its territory of demisexual. Like you have to have that uh-huh. for someone to even consider that being something you want. So, but mm-hmm. maybe you will have met someone who maybe you will uh, um, uh, be with someone married to someone who treats you right, who respects you, who is opening up this kind of side of your life to you, but not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you will have the pinkest of palaces <laughs> in your home. Yeah. Your aesthetic will be ridiculous. Um, I, 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 I don't know. For you, I just see you giving your parents the life you always wish that they could give you. Is yeah. what I see. 
I think that's, uh, that was very accurate. hundred percent. I would buy uh, my parents and my family a home. I really would secure that bag. I'd secure the bag for those who secured the bag for me. And so that hundred percent, I would do that. And a whole community center for centered around like, you know, helping the Latino community and having a accessible uh, mental health for, you know, Ooh, just- and a huge plant garden. Yes, a huge plant. Yes, all my plants and still have my first plants. I would mm. just have its children. Every and maybe day. a cat and a dog. Maybe. Oh, yes. Yes. What kind of dog? A little dog, dog, a Pomeranian. Yeah, a Pomeranian. I want a black Pomeranian. So that when it sheds, I don't, my clothes are always black. So I, don't I feel like you would also have a black cat. Oh, yes. That's a vibe. Or a white one to, con- yeah. to contrast the Yeah, to contrast the black Pomeranian. Yeah. Yin and Yang. Yeah. Oh my God. Those are going to be their names. Oh my God. Oh my God. And the Pomeranian, I always talk about, I'm going to name my Pomeranian Waffles. It's going to be named Waffles. <laughs> but yeah, so I definitely would. Um, would I, yes, I can talk about how would I like to be married? I would like to be, but if it doesn't happen in this lifetime, that's okay too. But I would like to be. I, I do picture myself with a spouse, a house spouse that I am going to do the work and they can be at home. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but where's the lie at though? Uh, I picture we myself- be, is, where is the lie at that you and I have this goal to be the breadwinner? Nos, no queremos que nos mantengan. What is the crazy goal that we're like, well, we could be married, but also if we're married, we want to yeah. be the breadwinner. Yeah. I also, I don't want to have to be like, oh, I have to think twice before swiping this card. I don't want to think twice. Well, one thing you did miss, and I don't know if I've talked about this before, is a clothing line. That's something that I definitely would want to have in like in my eventually in my adult life, have it figured out. It's not something that I actively work on. So I can see why, again, like you didn't I think did to not, that. Uh, but yeah. I don't know if we've talked about this mm-hmm. before because I like can't actually remember you saying. I'm not that surprised. Like, I'm not that surprised because you love clothes, but I just, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't think that that was that. You learn something every day something new <laughs> yeah because I definitely would love to have like a clothing line uh, or that out of anything not a makeup product a clothing line I would love so I would love to feel happy that people are wearing my designs but I would never want that to be a primary source of income because I the cl- love that I have for clothing and fashion is not something that I would ever want to merge with my do work because I feel like it would take that away do you know um, that growing up I designed clothes I have Ooh, I have I sketchbooks. I have sketchbooks of clothes and I still sketch out costumes for dance. That's actually a secret passion yeah. I have too. I really, really love designing. And and you did, I know you did your dresses too. I know you did a lot, you designed a lot of dresses. And so I think yeah, I actually had two of them made. Be- I had two two of my designs. No, no, no. That's a lie. I've had three of my designs made, three or four of my designs, four of my designs made. Two completely me from scratch. And two others with the help of a designer and just alterations and shit like that. But but I've had I've had a few of my my dream costumes brought to life. See, I, lo- I love that. See, I've never have, but for me, it'd be more like streetwear. It wouldn't be dressed or nothing like that, but it definitely would be things like, for me, I love jackets and stuff. I definitely think it would be things like statement jackets. I currently like to, I'm working on customizing my jackets. I have a lot of jackets that I want to customize. And I thought, I realized I'd really like to customize things. It'd be great if I could just design them and they would already be made like this. And so that's what I would love to do is have my own clothing line, maybe do something with shoes too, because I know I love shoes a lot. So I would love to do that, but as a side thing, not even something that's like a source of like, nothing that I care about as a source of income because I would never want to merge that and have that kind of pressure to for this to pay my bills I feel like it would take the passion away uh, but 
would love to have that. And then the other thing is this, oh yeah, this one I definitely only talk about here and there is my art stuff. I would definitely love to do something with my art. I would definitely, whether that be music, whether that be um, having released some kind of project. Um, I have always had this idea in my brain because I used to do this as a, when I was in seventh grade is make little comics. Um, I would love to make like a comic or something and put it out and that'd be so fun. Or if not, I'd like to record something and have music out or something. It'd be, yeah, I want to do something with my art, regardless of what, whether that goes any direction, whether that's art, you know, like in the physical, like art, you know, drawing stuff or in the music aspect. Yeah. I would love to do something with art in general. Actually, I love that you said that because I totally forgot too. my, my, um, adult self too would involve singing in it again. I miss singing. I miss singing and I have been so out of touch with it. And I only recently got back into it and just like posting little, if you guys saw the last podcast, you guys got me singing on that podcast, you know, yes, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm, 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 uh, I haven't edited that one yet. So I'm like cringing it. Like it was, it was, it was, it was okay. It was good. I'm, I'm very rusty. I'm very, very rusty. Um, but I, I do want singing to be a part of my life again. I would love to get mm-hmm. more involved in that. I would love to do something with that in, I, I, I like my voice, especially in Spanish. So I, sometimes I think maybe I should do something with bachata. Um, but I don't, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start with that. Like, who do I reach out to? How do I do this? Like, um, but I also like really love singing like ballads and like things like that. I I can't see my, I could never see myself singing wise as someone who like sings like power songs per se, because I mean, I could, but like, I, I don't know. I just, um, I can't see myself. Well, I don't know. I would want singing to be a part of my life again in some way, whether that's musical theater, whether I've done something too, but like, and also not as my main thing as something I do for fun. Yep. Same. Like Mm -hmm. I would love my art thing and like my fashion thing to be on the side, but yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah, I say those are, and Mm -hmm. I think I would have liked to have uh, written a book. (gasps) Oh yeah. Because writing books is something that I really want to do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love that. I think I, that, I definitely something that I wanted to do as well. Cause before the dream, before the dream, as I joke about all the time about, uh, before I was a psych major and before I thought of psychology as a career, I wanted to be a writer. Um, and the writing went hand in hand with the comic stuff because see, I used to write my comics and write the storyline, but then I stopped drawing and I was like, well, I want to keep the writing aspect of it. So I would write stories and stuff. So yeah, I definitely would love to have written a book too, like a fiction book. I would have loved to have written some fiction um, and maybe some autobiography of me because, you know, so successful. And be like, wow, who is this person? So successful. They yeah. all want to know my secrets. I, I think that yeah. my, my nonprofit would be involved with motivational speaking because I've always been really, Ooh. yeah, I've always been really good at like speeches and things like that. And um, it's something that I like to do. And I am comfortable sharing my stories about things. So I think I'd like to be in a place mm-hmm. where I can share my stories and not for attention. Although we said I like attention. I, when it comes to my stories, I, the last thing I want, the only reason I want attention on those things is in hopes that it'll reach someone who needs to hear it in hopes that somebody will hear it that is in a dark place who maybe felt the way that I felt when I felt silenced, when I felt alone, when I felt like these things were my fault, when I felt like I should have known better and let them know, Hey, you're not alone. I didn't know better either. Or I didn't know better either. Mm -hmm. But 
But yeah, that is our friendship quiz. We'll probably do another one of these sometime in some other day because there's many, many questions we could ask, many, many questions we could ask. Today was friendship quiz slash Galentine's Day slash all of the things, all of the favorite topics, a very organic conversation today. Very, very organic. Which It was. This episode was Bratz twins. That's what it was. It was Bratz twins on Galentine's Day, the meaning of friendship. Uh, this is another friendship when I just realized full circle. Vidas Paralelas was one of our first friendship-ish like uh, ones that we did. And now we're coming back again to the friendship topic. Yeah, we love to talk about friendship, guys, because let me tell you, when you find such a meaningful, strong friendship in your life, you want to talk about it 24-7. I joke about that in my everyday life. I'm like, Daniela this, Daniela that, Daniela this. Guess Duh. what? Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Uh, my family thinks we're dating. <laughs> my family is always like, have you told Jennifer yet? Have you told Jennifer yet? Oh, she's talking to Jennifer now. I, because we, she's right. When you find a good friend, you know how they say when you find a good one, like love wise, hold on to them. When you find a good best friend, hold on to them. Hold on to them. Um, you <laughs> this, is so, this feels so sappy to say, but you are one of the greatest loves of my life. Oh my God, guys. So you heard it here. She's in love with me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I'm not. I'm actually half kidding. Uh, but honestly, yes, thank you. I'd say you are also, I don't know if I want to say the greatest love of my life because I don't, I don't know how, how I don't know how to feel that emotion, to be honest. But I will say that I do love you very much and that you told me a long time ago that um, I was in the palm of your hand. And yeah, you definitely are in the palm of my hand. And I def- and again, this is why I talk about Nila this, Nila that. And again, probably my family thinks we're dating too. Probably. They probably think something is up in this realm. Um, and I jo- we have this joke me and Daniela all the time that we say, me and Daniela know what it is. And it's the truth. We really do know what it is. Uh, so yeah. And on that note, how is your chai doing? Oh, no. Or if did you even have chai? I never- mm-hmm. You had chai. You were always so loyal. Yeah, I'm it's wifey be. material. So loyal. I am very loyal. I, again, I'm, I'm cheating. I, I got. <laughs> I have tea. I have tea today. Uh, so it's like uh, I didn't even try to hide this. See, I'm like I. I'm not loyal, but I don't try. To, I don't pretend to be. I wasn't. I couldn't even have the decency to tuck it behind here. No, I just clearly not shy. But mm-hmm. yes. So I. You're all done. You. I saw you chug it. Yeah. This is empty. So that means yeah, <laughs> the chais are done, and so is this cheeseme. Thank you so much for uh, you know, tuning in with us and listening to us talk all over the place. Like we said, it's a very organic conversation today. So we were all over the place. Uh, it's all right, guys, because this is what y'all follow for. You know, you guys come for the chai, but stay for the chisme. So yeah, we definitely had so much fun recording this one. Be sure to check out all the other ones we have up on our YouTube channel, Spotify, Anchor, whatever else we were on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then make Hello. sure you like, share, subscribe to our channel. Turn on that notification bell so that you get notified every time that we put out. I sound like such a YouTuber. <laughs> Turn on that notification bell so that you get notified every time we upload a video. We upload our podcast every Thursday at 10 a.m. It goes up on YouTube. It goes up on Anchor and other listening platforms. If you are on one of our listening platforms, if it has a rating, give us a rating. Um, anything let's see we have our instagram make sure to follow that all of those links are down below follow off also i can't believe that this is going out the day before my birthday i'm gonna be 27 i'm really really excited i'm really excited about it um i'll say thanks in advance for all the birthday love (laughs) thanks in advance for all the birthday love and um i just want to comment down below and happy birthday 
thing. Yay. I just want y'all to know that this is one of my favorite things that I started in my age of 26. It's WAF. And I'm so, so, so proud of it. And I'm so happy to be building this community with these babes. We're all supporting each other. I love it. Our, oh, me and Bay secretly call you our waffles. Y'all are our waffles. Yes. So um, mm -hmm. we, I, I'm very so. happy and proud to be a part of this community, <laughs> to be doing this and to be filming these podcasts. We always jokingly say, even if it's just, even if it's just one other person listening to us, um, if someone can take, if anyone can take anything away from our conversations or just enjoying us having these conversations, um, we're so grateful. I, I, we have been receiving thanks and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to say thank you for that, but that's a wrap. So ciao. Yes. Salut. Bye. Bye.